The tables have turned on the coordinated invasion of Europe by the United Nations New World Order establishment. For a year, the Irish people protested their government peacefully against the madness of an off-the-rails immigration system. 23-year-old Ashling Murphy was a primary school teacher and a talented traditional musician. She was murdered while jogging along the Grand Canal in Tullamore, County Offaly, in January last year, stabbed 11 times in the neck. Today, 33-year-old Josef Pushka was found guilty of murder after 13 days of evidence and more than 60 witnesses. I looked across the road and I seen a man in a stab of motion with a load of children. Preliminary indications are that a male attacked a number of people on Parnell Square East. Five casualties have been taken to hospitals in the Dublin region. In the last 10 years, we are looking at being told in our children's faces and they are expected to live with it. I'm standing here today with my daughter, my niece and my sister. And that could have been her being treated to f***ing stab wounds by an unbent foreigner that was left into our country. If the government doesn't do anything about it, the people are surely going to it was fitting that the words of Irish American John F. Kennedy define the series of events to come with this wisdom. Quote, those who make peaceful revolution impossible will make violent revolution inevitable. Ireland's UFC champion Conor McGregor declared war. McGregor was quickly investigated for hate speech by the New World Order fascists, a media and political death machine installed by the World Economic Forum, barking the now all-too-familiar demonization of the native people as far-right extremists. We need to do something about it. We cannot continue ignoring that this is a small minority of far-right movie. It is an organized terrorist group. No one hates Ireland more than the Irish far-right. They hate bus drivers, librarians, Lewis drivers, teachers, they hate teachers, women, gays, trans, they loathe trans people, politicians, can't stand politicians, hate working people, Muslims, Jews, the Jewish replacement theory, we see them standing on O'Connell Street and making these outrageous speeches, outrageous anti-Semitic speeches, you know, and they'll happily smash up their own city and loot shops. Lies upon lies. Three Irish kids stabbed today and they're in robbing the place. Well, I use all doctors and engineers. There you say, folks. Look who's robbing the clothes. Don't get in my face or crack your jaw wide open. And then the Irish parliament weighed in. These criminals did not do what they did because they love Ireland. They did not do what they did because they wanted to protect Irish people. They did not do it out of any sense of patriotism, however warped. They did so because they're filled with hate. While it's true that the Irish have known uh, a fair share of, of oppression, the reality is uh, during that oppression we still maintained our, our invisibility cloak of white privilege. That's exactly what we're doing here, is we are restricting freedom, but we're doing it for the common good. You will see throughout our constitution, yes you have rights, but they are restricted for the common good. We also need to see an, a real commitment from government to tackle and target the far right, to ensure intelligence-led policing is tackling and taking them on. As Keith Woods reported, Irish government ministers are considering proposals to cut welfare of people who took part in the anti-immigration riot. Ironically, the Algerian migrant who stabbed children outside the school hadn't worked in 20 years. 
and Ashling Murphy's killer Joseph Puska had lived on welfare in Ireland for over 10 years. Meanwhile, Limerick City and County Council member Azad Talukter said that he would like to see those involved in the Dublin riots shot in the head. Spoiler alert to the Irish government. These aren't far-right extremists. These are the Irish people he would like shot in the head. It's the New Ireland. It is, though. It is the New Ireland. It's the New Ireland of uh, new, different diversities, multicultural people, Filipinos, Spanish, Africans, mixed people. The whites are going extinct here now, so we are, we're taking over. <laughs> there will be no New Ireland. Ireland is for and of the Irish people, and it always will be. John Baum reporting. EU-US tension worries Kissinger. And are we going to lose our liberties in this country because everybody from Governor Frank Keating to Henry Kissinger are calling for Americans to start living another lifestyle, to give up liberty for security, as the Henry Kissinger and Governor Keating quote, and I'm hearing it all over the radio, television. Uh, Kissinger was asked how to get the U.N. troops on American soil back in 91 in Evian, France, in front of the Bilderberg Group. He said that we had an outside threat. The American people exactly. would beg for their world exactly. government to save them. The alien threat scenario has been discussed by Kissinger and others. Publicly, they've admitted they're going to use a fake alien attack. There also exists an extraordinary opportunity to form for the first time in history a truly global society of a new world order. That's what this is about. Visit InfoWarsStore.com today. Take on the new world order by keeping InfoWars on the air. Welcome to the War Room, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your host this afternoon, Chase Geyser, filling in for Harrison Smith. We did the American Journal this morning. Did a great job on the show this morning. Of course, Alex Jones was after him doing another great show with Harrison as as guest later on in the show. A lot of fascinating things going on. It is so good to be here in front of the greatest audience on earth. And there's so much news to cover. Every day we get on the air, these shows are three hours at a time. And people ask me, they ask the other hosts, how is it that you can talk for three hours at a time every single day about the updates? And on the one hand, they're right because basically the same exact story has been in the news every single day for 20 years. That the globalists are trying to take over, that the New World Order is trying to take over. But on the other hand, there are so many different ways that they have eked their way into our civilization, into our politics, into our culture. There are so many different ways, so many different fronts that they attack us every single day that it constantly blows my mind how easy it is to talk for three hours about everything that's going on. Whether they're trying to infiltrate our schools, whether they're trying to infiltrate Congress or the Senate or our state and local legislatures, or just our culture generally. My wife sent me a movie poster last night in a, in a text message. She took a picture of it. She saw it online. They're making a live-action version of Fern Gully. Do you remember Fern Gully in the 90s? It was an awesome movie. I loved it when I was a kid. It was an animation movie that was about these fairies that lived in the rainforest, and there was this man that worked for like a tree cutting down company. They were going through the rainforest basically and just tearing down all the trees. And somehow he magically turns into a fairy sized human himself, falls in love with the fairy and the whole story is about saving the rainforest. And you know, it was propaganda then, but it wasn't so bad because it was specifically about the rainforest, not so much about climate change as a whole. And it was more about tearing down the rainforest by actually chopping it down 
instead of this sort of climate change myth that we see perpetuated of how our greenhouse gases and our behavior and our energy consumption is constantly perpetuating this climate change that's going to kill all of humanity, even though we want humanity to be dead anyway. But they're making a live-action version of it. It's got Zendaya in it. It's going to have Cumberbatch in it, whatever his name is. Some main actors, some big-time actors in it. And I know that it's just going to be a propaganda piece coming out next year about how problematic our behavior on the climate is. And so, like I said, we see the globalists coming at us from all directions, whether it's in our culture, in our pop culture, in our schools, in our governments, and there's always something to talk about. But this newest story that really grinds my gears, that really irks me, has to do with what the GOP is doing with the Biden administration. And the reason that I'm so upset about this is because it's really, really disappointing when those who are supposed to be on your side on these issues, those who are supposed to be the right wing, the opposite of the Democrats and the leftists who have basically sold us out for decades, when they do it, when they prove that the uniparty is a real thing, that's when I get really, really bothered because then you just realize that there's actually nobody up there on your side at all. Sideline GOP senators call for China travel ban to prevent mystery, mystery illness spread. It's right here. There we go. A group of five senators have written to President Biden demanding he implement a travel ban on China due to an alarming spike in an unknown respiratory illness inside the communist nation. Now, when you hear that, do you think, oh, great, at least the GOP is holding the Biden administration accountable. At least the GOP is pointing out that Joe Biden should cut off all travel to and from China. Or do you think, wow, this is just pandemic 2.0. This is just COVID 2.0, because that's why I think. And frankly, I would rather risk getting the bubonic plague than risk the inconveniences of too much government control and oversight in the name of some sort of a crisis. We've seen that time and time again, every single crisis that's ever happened has either been made up or exaggerated for like the last 100 years in order to get the government in a position where it can establish an increased amount of power and an increased amount of control. I mean, let's think about it. We probably knew that Pearl Harbor was going to happen and allowed it to happen. I know there are people that disagree about that, but I think we got into World War II on basically a black flag operation. Or Vietnam, that was a black flag operation that got us involved in that. Or the JFK assassination, we know that it wasn't the mafia or the CIA acting alone, that Israel was likely involved in it in order to protect their nuclear proliferation program. And I don't blame them. After the Holocaust, after all, I would want to have nukes too if I'd been holocausted. And we know that the Cold War was really just exaggerated. The Russians, the Soviets weren't really that much of a threat. I mean, yes, they had a ton of nukes, but they were responding to our expansion. And our military industrial complex wanted to hype up the fear mongering around it. All the movies were about it, whether it was Rocky IV or Red Dawn about the communist threat. And millions upon millions, billions upon billions of dollars were spent for a war that never even happened. So in my mind, that was sort of a black flag operation. Then we had the babies in incubators in Kuwait. Then we had 9-11, which we definitely know was an inside job. Got us into wars in Iraq and Afghanistan for 20 years, resulting in the death of over 500,000 civilians because of that conflict. And then we had this pandemic, which was exaggerated the threat and exaggerated the efficacy and safety of the vaccines. 
and locked us all down and changed the way that we do our elections and totally screwed up and rigged the election successfully in 2020 to the point where now we live under a dementia-ridden regime that has absolutely no idea what it's doing and is just following the orders of the black ops of the intelligence community. And so we have GOP senators now, after all of those instances of black flag operations, coming out and saying that we need to restrict travel internationally because of this new scary illness? Come on! There's no way there's just happens to be another scary pandemic happening one year after the other one when there hadn't been a real pandemic for 100 years since the Spanish flu. We just happen to have two back-to-back like that, even though it was 100 years between the last two? And the last one wasn't even really one at all. I mean, I don't know anybody who died from COVID. I know people got really sick. I know Rob Duke got really sick. I know people who died with COVID, but I don't know anybody who died of COVID that didn't already have one foot out the door. So it was hardly even a pandemic itself. But we have GOP senators saying that we need to shut down travel. And this is exactly what the first conversation was the last time when we first heard that COVID was spreading. Wasn't it? The topic of conversation that we need to restrict travel immediately. And they accused Trump of being racist for doing it. So this is the exact same first move from the last game. And we all know what the next move is. The next move is lockdowns. Two weeks to slow the spread, right? And then masks. Not only on you and not only when you travel, but on your children in school. And then remote learning and then all the businesses shutting down and then economic crisis and then an excuse to stimulate the economy and print countless dollars and wreck your buying power so that you're more dependent on the welfare of the state so that they can control you. Because after all, if everything you need comes from them, then you have to get it on their terms. But... There is good news. TurboForce Plus is back in stock for 25% off, plus free shipping and double Patriot points. More power, more strength, more energy. TurboForce Plus from InfoWars Life is the most advanced formula for optimum focus and energy we have ever offered. And after being unavailable for months, we're glad to bring it back to you at 25% off. With an energy blend that contains amino acids for sustained energy metabolism and an herbal energy blend with very high levels of polyphenols and xanthine, for peak energy, TurboForce Plus is a force to be reckoned with. This powerhouse formula contains vitamin C, thiamine, niacin, vitamin B6, L-taurine, beta-alanine, acetyl-L-carnine, L-theanine, green tea leaf extract, cola nut extract, and so much more, including coffee berry, fruit extract, guarana seed extract, yerba mate leaf extract, with a long list of powerful time-tested ingredients, TurboForce Plus will be your number one go-to source for quick, accessible energy. Visit InfoWarsStore.com and may the TurboForce be with you. More on the other side. Welcome to the War Room, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Chase Geyser, your host this afternoon. Happy Friday evening. It is payday, so make sure you go to InfoWarsStore.com and spend a little bit of that payola on some TurboForce Plus, which is back in stock. I was so delighted to find that this is back in stock that I even pulled some strings around the office to ensure that I could get a canister of it in my office. And let's be honest, I might have had a little bit too much today, but it's delicious and amazing. Stuff I was using before was an old, old canister, and it wasn't dissolving in the water right. But this new stuff is like primo quality. I love it. Make sure you take advantage of Cyber Week and let the savings begin. You know, I showed a couple of weeks ago this clip of Trudeau. And I want to show it for you again. It's clip eight here in a second because... We've seen a new clip come out today that lines up perfectly with this. Go ahead and run the Trudeau clip again. Fire now! Shame on you! You have had 
was like Game of Thrones and they walked Cersei Lannister through the kingdom and yelled shame at her over and over again and rang the bell. Kicking, kicking. Shame. Kicking, kicking. Okay, so that's all we have to show that. You get the point. Let's run the Hillary shame video, clip two. This is from either today or yesterday. Sounds like the same gal yelling it. I don't know if it was. Are they just like paying these ops? And don't get me wrong, I'm no fan of Israel carpet bombing the Strip or any sort of Palestinian region because there's obviously innocent civilians there, despite the fact that over 52% of the population supports a terrorist organization that kills innocent people as part of their mission and believes in suicide bombing. I think that if even if there's one civilian or one innocent person in a region, you shouldn't carpet bomb it. And I know that it's riskier and more dangerous and more expensive to go in and knock down doors, but if you're gonna save lives, innocent lives, then that's that's a more just approach. If you're not willing to do that, then don't get into a war. But we see that we have these maniacs that are protesting on behalf of terrorism. And I know, like I said, that there are innocent people in these regions, but Hamas is a flipping terrorist organization. Hezbollah has repeatedly called for the congregation of all Jews in Israel so they could be annihilated all at once. They wanna kill Jews just for being Jews, which is inherently racist in the actual sense of the term racist, not in this new woke sense of the term racist where if you make fun of, I'm not even gonna, I'm not even gonna make an example. <laughs> but why is this happening? Why is it happening in Canada? Why is it happening in the United States? Why is it happening in London and other parts of Europe where we have these people coming and they're protesting by the thousands, sometimes tens of thousands on behalf of terrorists who literally a month ago just massacred 1,200 civilians or so. And I know that Israel killed some of its own people with the helicopters there. And I know that Israel knew it was going to happen and allowed it to happen. In fact, the New York Times yesterday reported that they knew for up to a year that this attack was going to happen. They had leaked emails and documents and things proving that. We said that. Uh, as early as October 7th, or excuse me, October 10th on this network. So tomorrow's news today is more like next month's news today sometimes here. Sometimes it's next year's news today or next decade's news today. But the reason this is happening is because we have this migrant policy where we have open borders. The European Union has allowed all of these migrants and refugees to come into their countries, and it is replacement migration. Oh, that's racist. That's an anti-Semitic dog whistle. That's a racist xenophobic dog whistle. What else is it? You're letting the wolves into the house. We are being replaced by other cultures. It's not even the race thing I care about. I don't care at all about the race issue. I don't believe that anybody should be subjugated to a different application of treatment or the law because of their immutable characteristics, whether it's their religion, sexual orientation, race, whatever. Don't care. Not a problem. But if you're going to come to America, then be an American. If you're going to Go to London, be a Brit, and if you're going to go to Canada, be a can Canadian. I don't know why anybody would want to be Canadian, but that's what you're supposed to do when you migrate somewhere. When you immigrate somewhere, you're supposed to assimilate with that culture. You go there to be that culture. You don't go there to make it like the crap hole that you just came from. But we allow all these people in, we open up the borders, and we are seeing our culture literally grasp for, gasp for breath, dying because of this migration, this immigration that hasn't 
come accompanied with assimilation. If you want to come here from Uganda, I don't care. Just be an American when you get here. You want to come here from Mexico? I don't care. Just be an American when you get here. I mean, look what's happening all over the country in Dublin, for example. We're going to run clip four here in a second. Migrant stabbings. We're going to see more and more violence like this because we are literally allowing people into our countries who hate us. And it's so bad that I can't tell if we're doing it because of gross incompetence or if we're letting them in because they hate us. Go ahead and run it. The stabbing in Dublin, you know, it's not the first time at all that we've had a, a migrant come into any of our countries, really, in Europe and stab random people, stab children, stab women or elderly. Usually they go for, uh, you know, like easy targets, so to say. And the list of, of, of people who were sacrificed on the altar of, of multiculturalism or diversity is endless, you know, and you would never hear about it really in the media because they would like to cover that up, obviously, you know, because God forbid that people know the truth and actually hold the establishment accountable for their policies. Well, the thing is, it's like it's become so frequent now that it's hard to hide and people have gone out to protest and that's what you're seeing in Ireland. It's just people are fed up with it. So reports like that are happening more and more frequently. I see something almost every single day about migrant stabbings or when Hezbollah or Hamas calls for global jihad you see random teachers getting stabbed or killed whatever and it's because we let people in our countries that hate us they hate our culture they hate our values they want to kill us they want to take over they want to have global sharia islam is really just another form of globalism that's what it calls for a world of islam a world that prays to follows and worships a pedophile genocidal maniac and totally disregards all the crimes against humanity that he committed and we know that they're not caring at all about our security or our interests or our safety or managing or protecting or tracking anything because they're just letting people in totally untracked into our country. But at the same time, we see that the UN launches Gates-funded global digital ID program as experts warn of totalitarian nightmares. So on the one hand... They're showing that they're not caring about tracking any of these migrants. But on the other hand, they're trying to establish this technology to track everybody. And we know that it's really about tracking us and creating as much crisis as possible in order to usher in these new policies. With support from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, the United Nations this month launched an ambitious country county, excuse me, country-led campaign to promote and accelerate the development of a global digital public infrastructure, a DPI. Seems like maybe that they should work on whether or not they can protect borders before they try to create a border around every single individual and just sort of manifest this fiefdom, serfdom, monopoly over our entire lives because they want to usher in a social credit score so that we are susceptible to all their laws and regulations while our country is invaded, our culture is just torn down by these migrants who hate us. More on the other side. Welcome back to the War Room, folks. I am Chase Geyser, your host this afternoon. Not only are we facing alien invasion, but we have a much greater threat on the horizon. That is the globalist takeover through these digital currencies. We touched on it a little bit at the end of the last segment. I want to dive in a little bit more. So the components of this 
United Nations Development Program include digital payments ID and data exchange systems, as well as a critical accelerator of the sustainable development goals. So they're changing ESG to SDGs. Remember ESGs, Environmental Sustainability and Governance? Well, they're changing it because that was very unpopular and the banks basically abandoned it to SDGs. And what they're going to do with these digital IDs, it's it's like Social Security 2.0. Social Security was established to first sort of track and give everybody the number of the beasts in the United States under FDR as part of this welfare socialist program. God, he sucked so bad. I don't know why people revere him. He's got iconic glasses and he won a world war that he allowed to happen. So, okay, big deal. Great guy. Whatever. And the goal of the campaign is for 50 countries to have designed, implemented, and scaled at least one DPI component in a safe, inclusive, and in- interoperable manner in five years, the UNDP says. <laughs> so they, in five years, they want to get everybody digitized. And here's what happens with a digital ID. It's how they establish a social credit score. So if you say something that they don't like on social media, boop, 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 score lowered. If you do something that they don't like, or if you vote for someone they don't like, boop, 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 lower social credit score, and then they're going to charge higher interest rates for loans or for houses. And it's really a gateway drug. It's a gateway digital ID into the new digital currency. And I know it's kind of boring to talk about digital IDs and digital currencies. It's sort of like a technology boring thing to talk about, but you guys have to realize that the difference between the current monetary system and the digital currency monetary system is substantial. People think, oh, they can already shut down your bank account. Yes. But when you have cash or when you have money that you can actually use in your bank account as it stands now, you can spend it on whatever you want. But with a digital currency, they can actually create different kinds of dollars that are advocated for different types of behaviors. And they're going to usher this in initially with the most vulnerable among us. They're going to start with the welfare state, the minorities. They're going to go into black communities and struggling communities. And they're going to say, what we're going to do is begin rolling out a universal basic income system, but don't worry, we're not just going to give money to these people because they may spend it improperly. What we're going to do is we're going to give them money, but they're going to have X amount of blue dollars, X amount of green dollars, X amount of red dollars. And so when they swipe their card at the grocery store, it'll pull from the red dollars, which are allocated to groceries. And when they swipe their card at the gas station for tobacco, eh, 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 sorry, you already spent all of your yellow dollars for the month. That's as much as you're allowed to spend on discretionary spending. But you do have money in case you need a little bit of gasoline. Oh, but you spent too much on these carbon fuels, these pollutants, so you actually can't do that. I'm sorry. You're going to have to spend on something else. Oh, but you do have a little bit of money left that's allowed for vegetables, but make sure you don't buy any Snickers bars because that's contributing to obesity, and that will raise your health care costs and lower your social credit score, right? So that's the problem with this digital currency is that they can choose what you spend your money on, and they can improve or deny independent transactions in a way that they can't now. Right now, they either freeze you and shut you down all the way, or if you have access to money, you can spend it on whatever you want. And they want to couple this with the social credit score. So the worse your social credit score is, that might have an impact on the way that you're allowed to spend your money, what you're allowed to spend money on. 
So if you're deemed a domestic terrorist, you can pay your mortgage, you can buy groceries, and maybe you can put gas in your car to go to work, but you're not going to be allowed to buy anything else. You're not going to be allowed to make political contributions to the candidates that you believe in. You're not going to be allowed to spend in advertising dollars on your own campaign, your own initiatives, or to give to certain nonprofits because those digital dollars are not approved. And it's deeply connected to this digital ID system, and they're going to act like it's to help minorities help the vulnerable and be a more inclusive economy. And they're already using that language. Check it out. The Gates Foundation stated at the time that the funding was intended to promote the expansion of infrastructure that low and middle income countries can use to become more resilient to crises such as food shortages, public health threats, climate change, as well as to aid in pandemic economic recovery. And they use this language over and over again. The goal of the campaign is for 50 countries to have designed, implemented, and scaled at least one DPI component in a safe, inclusive, and interoperable manner in five years of the UNDP. Inclusive means that they're trying to make sure that we're not doing anything racist, that we're combating, we're, we're combating any sort of prejudice. We're making sure that those who have been victims of systemic oppression can now be welcomed into our financial institutions in a way that allows for them to prosper and transcend their class system. But we know that governments don't give a damn about helping the poor. We know that governments don't actually care about black people or brown people or Jewish people or Muslim people or anybody that they claim is the victim of this oppressor versus op oppress climate or dynamic. They don't actually care. Governments don't have consciences, despite what our politicians try to convince you time and time again. And the fact that they have to try to convince you that they have a conscience is even more indicative that they have no conscience at all. So they use these problems as excuses to usher something in. They don't want to bring those people up, but they want to put everybody else down. Rather than unequal prosperity, they want equal poverty across the board because that's how, we get, that's how they get us dependent on their system so that we have to come to them for food or we have to come to them for shelter. Or we have to come to them for health care, and then they won't give it to us unless we obey their terms, their woke ideals. They started right at the top with the financial institutions, which they sought to regulate with the environmental sustainability and governance initiatives, where you're going to get this arbitrary ESG score from these subjective panelists who were going to say that your company wasn't good enough in terms of how it has diversity at the leadership, in terms of how it handles climate change initiatives. So you were going to have a lower ESG score, which is a social credit score only for organizations and corporations. And that lower score was not going to allow you to participate in the financial system. It wasn't, allow it wasn't going to allow you to get loans from central central bankers, or if, or if you were going to get loans or financing from central bankers, it was going to be at just untenable interest rates. So they started the corporation. So if it stuff is all, is all about inclusivity the whole time, then why do we see it impacting the middle class and the upper class first? Why do we see it impacting corporations first? If it's about helping the most vulnerable among us, why is it just hammering down from the top? What it is, is trickle-down tyranny. We've heard the left criticize trickle-down economics the whole time by saying, oh, it doesn't really work that way. You give money to the top, it doesn't trickle down in the economy, but it actually does work. If you lower tax rates for companies, then products become more affordable, wages become better, and it does, the money does trickle down. They say trickle-down economics doesn't work, but you know what they're really implementing is trickle-down tyranny. That's exactly what's going on here. They hammer down from the top 
so that we're all at the basest, most pathetic, most struggling, most desperate level because when we're desperate, when we're scared, when we're struggling, we give up everything that we have and everything that we are in exchange for a little bit of relief from our suffering. And I tell you what, we are among a generation of people not accustomed to much suffering at all in this country. So it doesn't take much. And that's why, like I said at the beginning of this show, that makes me so mad to see the GOP who is supposed to be fighting for me, for us, for Americans, for patriots, coming out and pushing this narrative that there's this other pandemic, whatever. Give me the plague as long as I have freedom. Give me liberty or give me death. We're going to sacrifice our liberty again because we're scared of a cough going around? I'd rather have the cough. I'd rather have COVID once a month for the rest of my life than another moment of having to wear a mask. We're going to get more into this on the other side, folks. Make sure you visit InfoWarsStore.com. Check out TurboForce Plus, which is back in stock for 25% off, plus free shipping and double Patriot points. We need your help now more than ever, and this is a 360 win because I guarantee that TurboForce Plus will light you up like a Christmas tree. It certainly does me. More on the other side. Welcome back to the War Room, folks. I'm Chase Geyser, your host. Troubling news over the break. More and more censorship coming through it looks like instagram is just going through and automating their process to censor accounts who've posted anything related to infowars let us know in the third hour call in let us know if you've been censored from facebook or instagram because of posting infowars content i'd love to hear some stories about that especially if it's something that's happened recently so this is the perfect topic of discussion given that we spent the last segment talking about this new digital id which is being pushed internationally since we talked about these digital dollars which are being pushed internationally we know it's going to be used it's a technology to regulate all of our actions and behaviors and even our thoughts so we can be totally subjugated and enslaved on the prison planet. And those who are naive enough to think this is somehow good for vulnerable people or it's somehow going to bring us out of poverty or somehow meant to help us or keep us safe have such cognitive dissonance that I can't even believe it. I can't even fathom how stupid you, it's not even stupidity. Actually, it's, it's, it's among very smart people too. It's cowardice. It's such weakness to not have the emotional strength, the psychological strength, the mental health to handle the fact that everything you believed to be true was a lie. Everything you believe to be true now is a lie. Everything is actually falling apart. Everything is not going to be okay. Do you remember in Harry Potter, it was the guy that was the, de the leader of the, oh, what was he, like the president of the Department of Magic or whatever. I can't even remember the name of it. And he was in denial that Voldemort was back the entire fifth movie. The end of the fourth movie, Voldemort comes back. And the whole entire fifth movie, the leader of the magic world was in denial that Voldemort was even back. He wouldn't believe it despite all the evidence. He was just... Fudge, yeah, he was in denial the whole time. And then in the end, he sees him and he goes, he's back. And it was like hilarious, right? That's what's happening right now. The entire world's like, oh, no, the Satanists aren't taking over. The globalists aren't real. The New World Order isn't real, even though Henry Kissinger talked about it, explicitly calling it the New World Order over the course of decades. Thank God he's dead. When is their fudge moment going to happen where they see Satan and they say, oh, my God, he's real? Or they see what the globalists are do doing and they're like, oh my God, he's working. Because I'm seeing these news reports here. Trump gag order reinstated by New York Appeals Court. There you go, garbage. So there's freedom of speech right there. They're not trying to surveil us. We have these headlines here. The White House goes rogue. Secret surveillance program breaks all the laws. The government wants us to believe that we have nothing to fear from the mass spying programs as long as we've done nothing wrong. 
Boom. Again, we have the Biden administration constantly being criticized for its surveillance and its censorship. But no one's talking about it other than us on this network, some of us on the Internet, some of us in the alt-right. You see these baloney sort of reports from the Newsmaxes and the Fox News is about just stuff nobody cares about. They sit on their perfect white couches with their perfect sort of aesthetic. And it's just so boomery and weird and dated. And uh, you know what Fox News reminds me of these days? It reminds me of Uncle Rico and Napoleon. Do you remember Uncle Rico and Napoleon? He's a guy that was obsessed with the fact that he barely lost the state championship in high school for the football game. And he's still wearing the clothes from that time. And he's always sitting there trying to make his muscles look big with his arm, his fist under his bicep. And he asks for a time machine in the movie because he just wants to go back in time so bad. He knows if coach would have put him in, they would have taken state. That's like Fox news. Fox news wants to go back to 2006 so bad but no matter how hard it tries, it can't. And frankly, it's just not cool anymore, Uncle Rico. You're just not cool anymore. No one's worn that shirt in 20 years. No one's dressed like that or acted like that in 20 years. Graduate from high school psychologically, mentally. Move on. The New World Order is here. The globalists are here. They're surveilling all of us. Representative Clay Higgins states he suspected over 200 FBI agents were embedded within the J6 crowd. That's a black flag operation. And we're talking about... This bull news on these major networks and everybody's just eating it up. I mean, I love my in-laws. I love my parents. They're conservative, American-loving patriots. But when you bring up the topic of Israel with them, the immediate response is terrible what happened to them. And... Total blind support. And it is terrible that they were the victims of a terrorist act. But you just can't communicate with these people that Israel knew that attack was coming for at least a year, likely two years. You can't communicate with them that the reason we left the weapons behind in Afghanistan was so that Iran would pick them up and then arm Hamas and allow this attack to happen. You just can't tell them that Bibi Netanyahu admitted on film that funding Hamas was part of his strategy. Because they consume this mainstream corporate white couch, perfect clothes, perfectly pressed, perfectly articulated, perfectly teleprompted, perfectly edited news for day after day. And they're smart people, they're good people, they're kind people, and they have the right intuition, but they just don't get the right information. Everybody is susceptible to this misinformation if it's all that they consume. It works on everyone. Everyone has a breaking point. But the fact of the matter is, according to the YouTube files, the Biden White House dictated censorship demands under misinformation, guys. Internal documents from Google, which owns YouTube, reveal that the Biden White House pressured the company to censor Americans spreading alleged misinformation related to COVID-19 and vaccinations, according to House Judiciary Chairman Representative Jim Jordan, who's holding a live hearing on social media censorship today. That was yesterday. We have the White House coming in and exercising their influence over private businesses publicly traded in order to violate our First Amendment rights, that is a constitutional violation on a systemic level. You wanna talk about systemic oppression, it's not white people not hiring black people. It's not men having toxic masculinity. It's the White House censoring individual Americans through corporations by pressuring them. That is systemic oppression.
Our country was founded because of a response to a T-tax. And we're allowing this to happen. It is tearful news to me. And I'm hearing that my friends and the crew are losing their Instagram accounts because artificial intelligence is going through and saying that they're associated with InfoWars. When they don't even post for months at a time sometimes. Look at this. It just makes me sick. And I'm not trying to be hyperbolic or anything, but guys... If we don't have freedom of speech, we have no freedom at all. If we don't do something about this and fast, it's going to be too late. It might already be too late. But what do you do if it's too late? I guess you still just hold the line. I was watching the Alamo the movie the other day. Some scenes from it because I'm working on a promo for Alex. And they knew they were going to lose. They knew, the, they knew the battle was already lost. They held the line and they fought to the last man, literally the last man. But the problem is it, it's hard to know how to fight them. There's no front here. There's no army at our door that we can stand up against and say, you know what? We know we're going to lose, but we're going to fight anyway. Like at least the Spartans, the story of 300, they could look the enemy in the eye and fight head on. But we're not experiencing a tyranny of conquest right now. We're experiencing a tyranny of conspiracy where the government and these corporations conspired together in order to put us into a subjugated state. So you can't fight them on a front because that's not where the war is. So I guess the only way that we can win back is if we have a revolution of conspiracy. If they're going to have a tyranny by conspiracy, we need to have a revolution by conspiracy. We need to be conspiring together to come after these people by any means necessary because, guys, it's too late. They're at our door in this conspiracy way. The battlefield is being fought, and the, the battle is being fought in the shadows. It's not being fought in a field. And so we need to fight them back in the shadows. We keep talking about how important the Second Amendment is, and it is important. I agree with the Second Amendment, but... What good has it done that we all have guns? There's three guns for every individual in this country. Two to three guns for every individual in this country, yet we're still being faced with tyranny. So obviously the Second Amendment doesn't work unless you use it, but the Second Amendment was designed to protect us against the tyranny of conquest, and they conquered us a totally different way on a totally different medium with this conspiracy. We failed to fight back. We just let it happen because they did it so slowly, and they kept us so ignorant, and they controlled all the news in the name of protecting us from communism back with Project Mockingbird, and then they used it against us, and they're using it against us now. I don't know what to do. I'm about ready to stop. I don't, here's the thing, too. There's so many of us that are brave enough to do whatever it takes, but it's the not knowing what can be done that's so frustrating, you you know, like at least when Ukraine was getting invaded, the Ukrainians knew what to do. Go fight the Russians there in that town. Take this gun. Go fight them. What are we supposed to do? We'll be taking calls in the next hour. I want to hear from you what we should do. More on the other side.
Another scotch and soda? <laughs> the only way to fly. Used to be just like you. Used to hate flying. I mean, the moment I got on a plane, I'd be gripping those armrests like my teeth were being drilled. Truth is, statistically, you could fly every day for the next 26,000 years before you'd have an accident. You believe that? Of course, statistics don't matter. They're just afraid of things they don't understand. Like I was a 700 ton piece of machinery. on the other side, folks. In the meantime, make sure you visit InfoWarsStore.com and check out TurboForce Plus, which is finally back in stock for 25% off, plus free shipping and double Patriot points. More power, more strength, and more energy. TurboForce Plus from InfoWars Life is the most advanced formula for optimum focus and energy we've ever offered, and after being unavailable for months, we are glad to bring it back to you at 25% off. With an energy blend that contains amino acids for sustained energy metabolism and an Herbal energy blend with very high levels of several herbs for peak energy. Turbo Force Plus is a force to be reckoned with. This powerhouse formula contains vitamin C, thiamine, niacin, vitamin B6, and so much more. It will light you up like a Christmas tree. With a long list of powerful time-tested ingredients, Turbo Force Plus will be your number one go-to source for quick, accessible energy. Energize your day and boost your energy on the go with Turbo Force Plus for 25% off only at InfoWarsStore.com. I take it as often as I can get my hands on it. It does light you up like a Christmas tree. It certainly lights me up like a Christmas tree. I highly recommend it. This and BrainForce Plus and BrainForce Ultra are among my favorite products, along with Ultra 12. Those are two or three of the supplements that I take every day that I can get my hands on them right here in the studio at InfoWars. Be the reason that we are still on the air and visit InfoWarsStore.com today.
world order. We are running some old friends. Is she all right? Seems okay if we can get to it. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you could possibly imagine. Harrison, visit infowars.com forward slash show now. While other networks lie to you about what's happening now, InfoWars tells you the truth about what's happening next. Visit InfoWars.com forward slash show today. Welcome back to the War Room, folks. I'm Chase Geyser, your host this afternoon. I'm sorry if I'm being too black-pilled today. I'm actually in a good mood, and I am optimistic. I think that there is hope. I was talking with the crew about this the other day. I think it was Reese that I was talking to about this. Maybe it was Harrison. And we were talking about whether or not America is going to make it or not. And I'm optimistic that it will. You have to believe that it will if it's going to come true. So it's definitely impossible for America to come back if we lose faith that it can come back. And that's why I choose to believe in it. That's why I'll never give up on this country. I believe as long as America is in the heart of one American, then America can manifest as a country again in, in the world. So I'm not going to lose hope. But that being said, should America fall, I imagine it, it'll be like the fall of Rome, where 500 or 1,000 or 1,500 or 2,000 years from now, students all over the world, in some new country, it was Harrison I was talking to about this because he said it was going to be Eastern Europe. Some new country is going to be established that learns from our mistakes as we try to learn from the mistakes Rome made to establish an even freer and even better superpower, society, civilization. And they're going to be in their universities, in their classes, and they're going to be talking about how the United States of America became just the United States and fell. They forgot about the America part. Put America back in the United States of America again, right? Because America and the United States are really two different countries, aren't they? We've got this government. We've got the United States government, the federal government, which controls all of the states and basically controls all of our lives by any means necessary. It kills hundreds of thousands of civilians all over the world. It bombs dozens of countries under every administration. It gets us into war after war for no apparent reason. Somebody attacks us. We go to war with somebody else because we got attacked by somebody else. We went to war in Afghanistan and Iraq, and then we killed Osama bin Laden, who was allegedly responsible for 9-11 in Pakistan. Why didn't we go to war with Pakistan if he was there? And maybe he fled there, whatever. I don't, I don't care. The point is we go to war for any excuse possible and it's never really clear why we're at war at all i mean why were we in, at war in vietnam why do we care whether or not the vietnamese want to be commies there's obviously some serious corruption associated or involved with that so at their universities they're going to be talking about how america fell and they're going to try to learn from it and figure out what to do and it's like the old benjamin franklin quote i think it was benjamin franklin who said this 
A small leak can sink a great ship. And what the founders did in this country is they built a great ship. And it was almost perfect, but apparently somewhere, and I don't know exactly where it is, somewhere there was a small leak in it because they were unable to establish a country immune to tyranny. And they knew this. They said things like every generation or some generations, the blood of patriots is going to have to be spilled in order to water the tree of liberty. And I guess it was the fact that every generation had to carry the torch in order for the torch not to be distinguished. That was the weakness. And I don't know if there's a way to create a system that can't be broken. And maybe we don't want to figure that out if we could, because then it could be used for evil like the ring of power. It could be used to create a tyrannical system that couldn't be broken. And there would always be tyranny. And maybe that's just our punishment from God for original sin. Whether you believe that story between Adam and Eve literally happened or you believe a metaphor or believe it to be a metaphor, it's still capital T true. We are fallen and therefore we always have to work by the sweat of our brow. We always struggle and we always die. There's just no escaping it. Death being the ultimate en enemy the ultimate punishment, the ultimate justice for our imperfection. And I think Americans and communists alike have committed the same sin. We have come to a place where we worship our nations as false idols. I certainly fall into this trap. I love America more than I love anything else. I love America like sharks love blood. I love InfoWars like sharks love blood. And sometimes it's easy for me to forget about my relationship with God and the fact that I'm actually a citizen in the kingdom of God and I actually am not a subject of President Biden, but a subject of the one true king, Jesus Christ. And that the fact that I seek some sort of retribution or justice or satisfaction or fulfillment from Americanism is maybe a form of idol worship. That doesn't mean that we should abandon America or patriotism. I'm not saying that at all. I think that patriotism is a noble thing, but you have to do it right. You have to have the right mindset around the love of your country. Otherwise, it does become an idol worship. And I think the right has committed the sin of believing in Americanism and the founding fathers and the Constitution more than Christ himself, more than God himself. And as a result of that, we have allowed God's divine justice to fall upon us. We have worshiped this false idol and we trusted it so much that we were so arrogant. We couldn't even see that it was falling apart all around us and that out of our arrogance and our ignorance and our refusal to be responsible stewards of this garden that was our nation and our civilization, it became ridden with weeds and unkept and a swamp. And the only way to really get it back at this point, I think, is to turn to God and ask for a miracle. That's what we need to do. We need to turn to God in this country and we need to ask for a miracle. Because this has happened to us 
not only because of the evil of other men or the evil of our enemies or the corruption of other men, but it's happened because of our failure to fight off, to hold off the advancement of evil, the spread of evil. We have become a culture so debauched that we've lost our way and it's God's justice. Let's watch clip number five. Let's see what everybody's doing while America falls apart. Run it. establishment's fault in part, but we're just screwing around, aren't we? We're just screwing around. Guys, visit InfoWarsStore.com. InfoWars is a place that is good. It is a place that is fighting for this country. It is a place that is trying to hold all that is evil to the fire. Support us by going to InfoWarsStore.com today. Be the reason we're still on the air and get TurboForce Plus, which is back in stock. Ladies and gentlemen, fighting legal battles is not fun and it's not cheap. Trust me, we know all about that here at InfoWars. And now, unfortunately, I have become a big political target of the New World Order and of the Democrat Party and of the mainstream media. Now, I'm just one in a group of many that they are targeting, but boy, oh boy, are they coming after me now. And so I need your financial assistance at DefendOwen.com. I'm going to have to have lawyers working on this case all the time, unfortunately. It's not going to be cheap. It's not going to be fun. But you can ease some of the stress, ease some of the financial burden by going to DefendOwen.com if you're able to financially support. Of course, your words of support mean everything. Your prayers are paramount. But DefendOwen.com for financial support so that I can be sure that I have the best legal team for this defense, which is going to be key for free speech and for the truth and to keep me on air. Thank you for going to defendowen.com. Welcome back to the war room, folks. I'm Chase Geyser, your host this afternoon. There's a clip I want to run. It's the uh, clip three, guys. It's Kamala responding to questions about Biden's cognitive ability and age. You guys have it ready? Go ahead and run it. I'm asking the question. Is because of his age. I just say it uh, okay. objectively. That's that's the issue. Um, Kevin McCarthy was here this morning, mm -hmm. and he was, uh, in very stark terms, effectively said that he did not believe that President Biden uh, was the same President Biden that he used to talk to went so far as to say that when they were having the debt negotiations, that he didn't even think he was negotiating with him, that he thought he was looking at cards and that if the information effectively wasn't on the cards, he wasn't able to do it. With all due respect, 
When anyone who has had the experience that he has most recently had, I don't think he's a judge of negotiations. Um. But that being said, that being said, that being said, to the point, because it is a point that has been made, first of all, I would say that age is more than a chronological fact. I spent a whole lot of time with our president, be it in the Oval Office or the Situation Room and in other places. And I can tell you, as I just mentioned, not only is he absolutely authoritative in rooms around the globe, but in the Oval Office, meeting with members of Congress, meeting with leaders in industry, meeting with community leaders, I will tell you that he is in front of, often, everyone in the room in terms of thinking about how we can resolve issues, negotiate in a way that is about concession where necessary, but for the sake of accomplishment and actual work. Remember, so many talked about him, one in particular, Infrastructure Week. It never happened under Joe Biden's leadership. There were many who said, don't give concessions on this or go a different way on that. He was steady, he was mature, and he made the call every time. Only one person sits behind the Resolute Desk. Let me ask you in a more complicated way. I think there's a lot of people who would say, she can't say anything else. She, she couldn't tell if there was a problem. I'm not lying. <laughs> If there I'm was telling, a, but, I'm, but I'm telling but, you a fact. But if there ever is a problem, yeah. do you think that you could go tell the American public? Do you think in your role that you're, that you're in a position to do that? Of course. If oh, my gosh. She is just so full of it. Obviously, he's not all there. It was funny a couple days ago we had that clip. I don't know if you guys ran it on the war room or not, but of the national Christmas tree falling over and just a group of people just desperately trying to pick it back up. And it was just so indicative of Joe Biden himself. <laughs> He's always falling over and there's always a group of people that has to pick him up. And then everybody's always denying that there was a problem even to begin with. <laughs> Speaking of presidential candidates, presidential DeSantis dominates model UN competition with Newsom. I had to say something about it. It was big news, I guess, last night, but I didn't watch the debate. I don't care. I think it was pathetic that they even debated each other. And I think that Newsom has a greater chance of being the Democratic nominee than DeSantis does of, have, of being the Republican nominee. Newsom hasn't even run yet. But J.P. Morgan's Diamond is saying that Democrats should boost Nikki Haley. If you're a very liberal Democrat, I urge you to help Nikki Haley too. give them a choice on the Republican side that might be better than Trump, Diamond said. Jamie Diamond has been talking up Haley in recent weeks as the former South Carolina governor has gained in the polls. J.P. Morgan Chase CEO Jamie Diamond urged Democrats to support Nikki Haley in the GOP presidential primary, arguing that she offers a strong alternative to former presidential Donald Trump. There you go. You got major centralized bankers saying that Nikki Haley should be the candidate because she's the deep state candidate. She's the swamp candidate. That's what the CIA, it's what the NSA, it's what the FBI, it's what the military industrial complex wants. It's what the political industrial complex wants. It's what the bankers want. All the evil people in the world would like Nikki Haley to be the candidate. Remember that JP Morgan Chase was the bank that shut down transactions for a rally that Don Jr. was going to hold because it didn't align with their community standards. They are constantly debanking and shutting people down from that bank. It is a hell bank 
I banked there. Full disclosure, I need to find another bank as soon as possible. I hate them. I hate them. I hate them. And I don't even think they have any of your money. That was one of the major things that happened out of this pandemic is they shut down the minimum reserve requirements. Banks used to have to have at least 10% of the money that was deposited in the banks actually available. Now, you know what that minimum is? That minimum is 0%. So the banks don't even have to keep any of the money that you deposit in the bank. You know what? You want a revolution in this country? You want to talk about fighting a war, a revolution of conspiracy where we can conspire against those who have conspired against us? Everybody on January 6th this year, go to your bank and withdraw all of your money in cash. Just deposit it the next day. But go to the bank and say, I want all my money. Everybody do it on January 6th this year. And you will be amazed to see after just like 30 minutes of enough people doing that on January 6th. That the banks actually don't have any of the money. I think only 10% of all dollars are even printed. 90% of like all of our currency, I think, is digital now. Go to the bank, do mass withdrawals. Go to every ATM, withdraw all the cash you can. You can put it right back in the next day. All you got to do is take it out and demand to actually have it and hold it. Then they'll wake up. Then maybe we'll have the revolution in this country that we need. If we can get enough people together to do something like that, wouldn't that just be fantastic? Speaking of divine justice, actor Jesse Smollett heads back to jail after appeals court upholds conviction of hate crime hoax. But my favorite clip of justice this week comes from this shoplifter and the store clerk in clip six. Run it. Let's see this justice. He's just dumping everything into the trash bin. He's going to steal it all. Y'all can't do anything about it. Y'all can't do anything about it. Hey, hey, don't. Hey, no, you do, man. Don't do that. Don't do that, man. Don't do that. Boom. And he's literally hitting him in the ass with the stick. He's Bro. Bet you it makes Stormy Daniels hot to see that. She's like, I remember when it was a time magazine. <laughs> yes! That's a migrant I can get behind, bro. Make sure you guys visit InfoWarsStore.com and get TurboForce Plus, which is back in stock for 25% off, plus free shipping, and double the Patriot points. More power, more strength, and more energy. TurboForce Plus from InfoWars Life is the most advanced formula for optimum focus and energy we've ever offered. And after being unavailable for months, we're glad to bring it back to you at 25% off. With an energy blend that contains amino acids for sustained energy metabolism and an herbal energy blend with very high levels of several herbs for peak energy, Turbo Force Plus is a force to be reckoned with. This powerhouse formula contains so many different herbs and ingredients that it will light you up like a Christmas tree. With a long list of powerful time-tested ingredients, Turbo Force Plus will be your number one go-to source for quick, accessible energy. Visit InfoWarsStore.com today and be the reason we are still on the air. Welcome back to the War Room, folks. I'm Chase Geyser, your host this evening. We're going to be taking calls in about 30 minutes. More news to cover until then. Ukraine ceasefire unlikely in 2024 from Moscow. Russian Deputy Foreign Minister Sergei Ryabakov 
She's no chance for a ceasefire in the Ukraine conflict next year on the basis that Kiev and its Western backers have taken a position that is totally unacceptable to Moscow. Of course, that position being that Ukraine should be a part of NATO, which I believe is a violation of some of our agreements when the Soviet Union collapsed. Quote, unfortunately, the U.S. leads the Western group, which recites the Zelensky peace formula as mantra, claiming it to be the only possible basis for an agreement, he said, adding that a dialogue is impossible on this basis. Asked whether he expected a ceasefire next year, Ryabakov responded negatively. He said, I expect the goals of the special military operation to be unconditionally achieved. Why would you end a war that you're just about ready to totally win? I mean, they've already won the war. The only time there's going to be a ceasefire is when Zelensky's unseated and the Ukrainians are conquered in full. It's as simple as that. And we're hearing from Zelensky that he's starting to express a little bit of doubt as to whether or not Ukraine will ever become a member of NATO. Obviously, now it would be very stupid to get Ukraine into NATO because then there would be all these obligations and requirements and expectations about a real, tangible military operation taking place in Ukraine with U.S. boots on the ground, other NATO allies' boots on the ground. And we're not going to do that in the context of this conflict between Israel and Hamas when we're about ready to go to the go to war again with Iran in the Middle East over this conflict so we can protect our trade interests and our global reserve status as the economic superpower of the world. Or when China is on the cusp of annexing Taiwan, they've said they're not going to do it, but that's exactly what you say right before you do it anyway. So who knows whether they will or they won't. Why would we possibly want to go to war in Ukraine now? And a NATO membership is, is the next step to that. I mean, it's basically just a guarantee. Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky, originally elected on his campaign's anti-war pledges and now promising another wave of conscription, has admitted that his country may never join NATO. Statement was made during a meeting with university students in the city of Nikolev on Wednesday. Says, we don't know how it'll turn out. No one will be able to answer that for sure. Either we will be in NATO or we won't be in NATO. We want to, but, and he goes on and just sort of expresses doubt. Ukraine made NATO membership a strategic goal of its foreign policy in 2017, and consequently, they got themselves promptly invaded within like 36 months. The only thing that kept it from happening earlier was that Donald Trump was the president of the United States, so Russia thought, you know what, we're going to have a strategic pause on our conflict or our invasion of Ukraine. But in other news, in terms of escalation, we do have a B-2 Spirit now operational with new B-61-12 nuclear bombs. B-61-12 nuclear bomb is now formally in the U.S. stockpile and cleared for operational use on the B-2A Spirit stealth bomber. It's the first U.S. combat aircraft cleared to employ the advanced B-61 variant operationally. U.S. Air Force F-35A joint strike fighters. Ooh, better be careful. Those can get hacked. By the way, where's that F-35 again? That disappeared. I think it might have been a B. They're probably putting it on the A because they figured out that the B could get hacked and the pilot could be forcibly ejected and then the plane could be stealthily and remotely flown back <laughs> to whatever location deemed fit. Right before, of course, they pretended that they found it crashed in a field and then all the aerial footage just showed some burned grass and there was actually never any footage of the wreckage at all released to the public. After 24 hours of asking the public if they'd seen it anywhere, oh, it crashed over here, but we didn't know where it crashed due to weather even though there wasn't any bad weather, even though there was only one witness and the witness didn't actually see the plane. He allegedly just heard the plane. You guys remember that guy? Ah! Remember he said that he heard that? We got to play the remix. Maybe you guys can find that remix. <laughs> that guy made that guy screaming. Let me know if you do. We'll run it, this segment. So several different jets, 
as well as the services feature B-21A Raider stealth bombers are in the process of being certified to employ the B-6112. Some NATO F-35s and F-16s, as well as Germany's swing-wing tornado combat jets, they're also set to be cleared to employ these weapons as part of the alliance's nuclear sharing arrangements. But it doesn't seem to help at all with the migrant invasions that we're being faced with. You can't nuke people on your own ground. So these conflicts are just going to be used to perpetuate foreign wars, and there's going to be no domestic interest for anyone to have this power. And the cycle goes down and down and down and down until we reach a global tyranny that we cannot escape from until it inevitably collapse, collapses and only the strongest among us remain, survive to manifest any sort of hope for humanity in the future. Santos was expelled from Congress on a third try. The House has finally expelled Representative George Santos from Congress after two previous attempts failed amid a laundry list of allegations against him, including campaign finance abuses. Of course, he was allegedly using campaign contributions to subscribe to some of the hottest on OnlyFans. But for some reason, Hunter Biden isn't in prison for actually using tax dollars to pay for hookers and make porn. Ramaswamy political director is joining the Trump campaign. This is fascinating. The move marks a major blow to Ramaswamy, who soared to prominence over the summer, but has struggled to maintain his momentum. He was very exciting. And I, I still love Ramaswamy. Don't get me wrong. But the establishment has come out against him. They tried to make DeSantis more popular than that didn't work. So now they're picking Nikki Haley, and she's the hot new number. She is the new kid in school, and she's getting the attention, and so... People are using their experience with the Ramaswamy campaign. Apparently, they're shifting teams, but Trump is who I've supported the entire time, despite how much I love Vivek. But very interesting clip came out this week of Vivek. We're going to run clip seven here in a second of some supporters warning him to be careful. Go ahead and run it. Seven. Having a hard time pulling up the clip. All right, we'll move on. You got it? Okay. Seven of Vivek. When I went in, it was fidelity, bravery, integrity. It broke my heart. This can't be. This can't go on. And we will, we will, and I like the way you're pushing, because it's the, it, you, you, those are my instincts, right? But I can tell you what we can immediately get done. Well, thank you for your service. Jesus, be careful. I will. We will. I mean, we're guided by our purpose. I know, I know that it can get ugly. You mean, you mean, like, yes, be careful, be, be careful. Very careful. Yeah. 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 What did you do in the bureau? Um, I worked, uh, I was a SWAT guy, but I worked counterintelligence and uh, counterterrorism, and I was one of those guys that was convinced uh, they would never do it. The, you, you were, you were, how many years worked you, how many years were you in the FBI? 22. I was a cop before that. Okay, and you, you're worried? Yes. I'm worried. Okay. You, we had just retired. Just what would you do in my shoes? I get some very, very competent help. Okay. And some very competent people do some intelligence work for you before you went places. Okay. Just walk around, talk to people, maybe get a feeling. Okay. Because you know, I played for a living. I had people to tell me what they didn't want to tell me. And the other thing is, 
I'm now an entrepreneur. I'm trying to follow in your footsteps, but I don't think my worm farm is going to catch up with okay. you. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. We'll take that seriously, man. I, uh, I, I'm reading between the lines of what you're saying, and we got you. Okay. Thank you. We'll take care of ourselves. And You've seen how aggressive... Just straight into the other one. ...alphabet organizations yes. have become. They're coming after you. Yeah, no doubt about it, but we're ready. If, okay. We'll be ready. If you think you're going back into private life, if this doesn't work out, they're coming. Okay. I appreciate that. Thank you. Well, there you have it, folks. Former FBI operatives, SWAT operatives, counterterrorism operatives are warning Vivek to be careful and make sure that he scopes out any areas he's planning to visit because of some of the things that he's saying. You guys have the clip of the witness to the F-35 that disappeared? Go ahead and run it. But on Sunday afternoon, I was in the, uh, in the bathroom taking a shave. And I heard a, a screeching, saw that between a screech and a whistle. Welcome back to the American, excuse me, I almost called it the American Journal. Welcome back to the War Room. I'm so used to being on the morning show. It's nice to be with you this evening, this Friday evening. Welcome back to the War Room. I am Chase Geyser, your host this evening. And I'll be hosting Sunday Night Live as well this Sunday. So make sure you tune in for that. And then back on the American Journal next week, we're going to be taking your calls at the top of the hour. So here in about 10 minutes, I'm going to open up the lines right now to give the crew a chance to screen some of the calls. The earlier you call in, the more likely I am to get to you. So make sure you call in 877-789-2539. Again, that's 877-789-2539. And I'll be glad to take your calls about anything you wish to discuss this evening. News in that Anthony Fauci is to testify in-house on COVID-19 pandemic origins. Dr. Anthony Fauci's testimony will begin with two days of transcribed interviews behind closed doors in January, followed by a public hearing at a later date. After months of negotiations, former Chief White House Medical Advisor Anthony Fauci has agreed to testify in Congress on the U.S. response to the COVID-19 pandemic and the virus's origins in China. So they're going to have it behind closed doors so they don't actually have to say anything to the American people so they don't have to be held accountable for any of their actions for the fact that we likely funded the development of this bioweapon in the Wuhan lab that there was gain-of-function research going on there which is illegal in the United States and that we funded the lab so they were able to do this research with our support. And there's not going to be any accountability for it because he has the convenience of telling the truth behind closed doors at a later date. He'll answer some questions for the public, but certainly not any of the questions that we'd really like to know the answers to. I would be absolutely amazed. Hopefully they find that he perjured himself when he was with Rand Paul. But we already know that to be true because of the emails that have come out. Now, O'Keefe has striked again. 
A Democrat congressman's staffer spills the beans on California's Chinese biolab. O'Keefe Media Group founder James O'Keefe recently confronted a congressional staffer for a California Democrat congressman and revealed he'd been caught on hidden camera making shocking remarks about a controversial Chinese biolab in the Golden State. The lab owned by a shady Chinese company housed 900 genetically engineered mice designed to catch and carry COVID-19, as well as at least 20 potentially infectious agents, including HIV, hepatitis, and herpes. The illegal laboratory was only discovered after a local code enforcement officer saw a garden hose sticking through a hole in the wall of the building. It's always a good Samaritan. It's always some guy that happens to own a Mac repair shop or some guy that's just driving by that notices something fishy because the government's not going to crack down on these people. The government's probably funding the lab. What are the commies doing in California with secret biolabs doing research on biological weapons without any accountability while we clean up San Francisco in 24 hours to greet Xi Jinping and pay protesters to show up with Chinese flags and have our own military servicemen actually hold the Chinese flag, which is illegal. And there's zero accountability, and Gavin Newsom might be the actual Democratic candidate, despite the fact that he sucks. And he's evil. These people are evil. We're seeing that the COVID, COVID vaccine may cause long-term heart damage even in people with no symptoms. Duh. Japanese researchers said they found evidence of long-term heart damage in people who received COVID-19 vaccines, including in asymptomatic patients, even though vaccine-induced myocarditis was thought to be rare, transient, and limited to subjects experiencing heart symptoms. Now we have the AG, Ken Paxton, suing Pfizer, so that's, that's why they were trying to impeach him, because he was about to do this. Texas AG Ken Paxton is suing Pfizer for misrepresenting COVID-19 vaccine efficacy, conspiring to censor public discourse. That's what they did. They conspired to censor public discourse, and we can't sue them for any of the injuries caused by their vaccine. We can't sue them for the fact that their vaccines were actually harmful to the American people because they made sure that they were protected from liability for that. But maybe we can get them for false advertising. Maybe we can sue them for lying to the public and advertising a product that didn't really work, that was actually harmful. I love Ken Paxton. Good for him. Now, the CCP-connected big pharma shill, Dr. Peter Hotez, says disease X is coming and will be worse than COVID. Well, frankly, the flu is worse than COVID. During a recent interview with Fox News vaccine pushing Dr. Peter Hotez warned the world a new pandemic called disease X will soon be unleashed. They're trying to make us afraid of something that doesn't exist after something that did exist wasn't scary. So since all of reality, since the truth is actually not something to be afraid of, we have to make up a fantasy. We have to use our imaginations to create something to be afraid of. Because when push comes to shove, none of the crises that have happened in the last hundred years, except for the Holocaust, have actually been real crises. And all of the crises that have been real, that have resulted in the death of millions or tens of millions or even hundreds of millions of people, if you look at the Great Leap Forward, have all been caused by governments. But we should trust the government. We should be very concerned and we should establish new programs and initiatives and departments. Because government's not a threat at all, even though government's massacred hundreds of millions of people over the last million, hundred years, rather. 
Government's not a problem. That's not a risk at all. But disease X, which does not yet exist and has not yet spread and may not be harmful, is going to kill everybody. Meanwhile, we're increasing the funding and the support and the powers of the government constantly. When we know government is actually far more dangerous than any pandemic since the bubonic plague. In this new bombshell, New Zealand whistleblower reveals that over 20% of people who took the Pfizer jab died. This is from a bad batch of the jab. New Zealand COVID-19 vaccination database admin turns whistleblower and reveals how many people died after taking bad batches of the Pfizer vaccine. This must be investigated. If this data of mass vaccine casualties is real, there must be accountability. According to Kim.com. And this is Pfizer's batch number one. We've had 711 from batch number one vaccinated. 152 of those died, which makes a 21 percentage death rate mortality rate. Gunn said, looking at the data, which Smith confirmed was correct. Now, though, we're not going to hear about this vaccine problem, but we're going to hear about disease X. Or this new pneumonia. I told you about my my in-laws at, at the beginning of the show today, and I love them to death. They're great people, but they're talking about this disease going around that's killing dogs. I just said, do you know anybody whose dogs died? They're like, oh, well, when we checked our dog into the vet to be sheltered while we traveled this weekend, they made us sign a form to say that our dog hadn't been coughing recently because of this new thing. So because they had to sign that form, they believed... That this is real. And maybe it is real, but it's definitely not definitely real. Now Massachusetts says it's being hit by a wave of pneumonia in children as Ohio County issues, quote, white lung, end quote, warning after China and Europe saw surge in cases and hospitalizations. Maybe. Or maybe our immune systems are just wrecked because everybody got vaccinated from these mRNA vaccines that change the way our antibodies respond to any diseases and only create antibodies for certain spike proteins now. And so everybody's getting sick and it's not because some new pneumonia is going around. It's because our immune systems all got wrecked by the vaccinations worldwide. And they're going to use this as an excuse. The fact that everybody's dying of these illnesses, they're going to use this as an excuse to make more vaccines and push more vaccines when the vaccines are the reason everybody's getting sick. County said that the spike in cases meets their definition of an outbreak. The spread raised fears of an American outbreak of a disease tearing through China. Has your child suffered from pneumonia? Email health at dailymail.com. Doctors in parts of Massachusetts and Ohio are reporting a spike in child pneumonia causes cases similar to the outbreak spreading in China and parts of Europe. That's why you don't give your kids the vaccine. In Warren County, just 30 miles outside of Cincinnati, there have been 142 pediatric cases of the condition, dubbed white lung syndrome, since August, a figure health officials there described as extremely high. Quote, not only is this above the county average, it also meets the Ohio Department of Health definition of an outbreak, the county's health department said Wednesday. Everybody's getting sick, and they're just going to use it, take more of your freedoms away, even though the last time they took your freedoms away, they forced you to get inoculated with a vaccine that's causing everybody to get sick this time. Every time we give them power, they take more power Every time we sacrifice freedom, we lose more freedom. Make sure you visit InfoWarsStore.com and check out TurboForce Plus, which is back in stock at 25% off, plus free shipping and double the Patriot points. And make sure you call in 877-789-2539. Again, that's 877-789-2539. I will be taking calls throughout the final hour of the show today, which is coming up in just a few minutes. So call in 877-789-2539. And while you're waiting on hold, make sure you visit 
InfoWarsStore.com for more power, more strength, and more energy because TurboForce Plus from InfoWars Life is the most advanced formula for optimum focus and energy that we've ever offered. And after being unavailable for months, we're glad to bring it back to you at 25% off. With an energy blend that contains amino acids for sustained energy metabolism and an herbal energy blend with very high levels of several herbs for peak energy, TurboForce Plus is a force to be reckoned with. This powerhouse formula contains so many ingredients and herbs that will light you up like a Christmas tree. Visit InfoWarsStore.com and be the reason we are still on the air. Malaysia Airlines Flight 370 disappeared on March 8th, 2014. On May 19th, about nine weeks later, a leaked video was published to YouTube by a third party who claimed to have received it on March 12th. The video shows what appears to be a jet airliner on fire, being trailed by three spiraling orbs. Eventually, the three orbs change to a vertical pattern and disappear in a flash with the airliner, leaving a dead-end trail of smoke in the sky. A month later, on June 12th, a second video was published to the same channel that showed the exact same event taken from a different viewpoint. These videos have been deleted from YouTube, but can still be found on archive.org. Ashton Forbes and his team have been researching these videos extensively and have provided exhaustive evidence that these videos are legitimate, including digital forensics verified by CGI professionals, eyewitnesses, and government data. Forbes and his team have successfully addressed all debunker claims and have listed them for all to see on x.com at just x Ashton. So far, nobody has been able to debunk this research. Their research shows that the first leaked video was taken from a pair of American signals intelligence satellites known as USA-229. Twin satellites capable of creating 3D stereoscopic images by capturing two slightly different views. The twin USA-229 satellites are logged at the exact location, time, and apparent angle required to have captured this video. This event occurred at around 2.30 in the morning. It was completely dark. The wavelengths captured by these cameras are for detail, and the stereoscopic effect allows for added depth perception. The source of the second video has been identified as an MQ-1C Gray Eagle unmanned combat drone with infrared and thermal technology. This video focuses on the heat signature. And the man responsible for leaking these videos seems to be Lieutenant Commander Edward Lynn. He was accused of being a spy, but court transcripts prove that this was just spin. The details of his crimes, including the time they happened, are redacted but it came out in the trial that the classified information in question was published on the internet. And Lieutenant Commander Edward Lynn had full security clearance to the same technology used to capture these videos. Using Inmarsat satellite ping data and military radar to track its path, and eyewitness testimony to verify it, Forbes put together the final flight path of Malaysian Airlines Flight 370. On March 7th, at 1642 UTC, Flight 370 takes off from Kuala Lumpur International Airport. At 1721, the plane abruptly turns back towards the nearest airport in Penang. A witness on an oil rig reported that the plane was on fire. Several witnesses along the East Coast reported hearing a loud bang and seeing a glow coming from the plane as it passed overhead. 
1752, the co-pilot's mobile phone pings the local tower. At 1840, an eyewitness on a boat reported that the plane was glowing orange and appeared on fire. The Inmarsat ping data shows the same sharp left turn that we see in the videos, and then abruptly goes to zero as the plane disappears. The CCP released Chinese satellite images that appear to be three orbs. They first claimed it was debris and later said that releasing the image was a mistake. According to Chinese media, 19 families have signed a statement claiming they made calls that connected to missing passengers after the disappearance, but without an answer. Some people are saying this was alien UFOs saving a plane from crashing. But this doesn't explain the fact that three different advanced U.S. military surveillance cameras captured this one event. 23 of the passengers on board were related to free-scale semiconductors, a field leading the development of superconductor technology, which is what this appears to be, some type of superconductor targeting system for teleportation, which is reminiscent of what the Nazis were doing with their highly classified Die Glock project. Luminous objects like this were first reported in May of 1940 as Germany invaded Belgium. And by 1942, several people began reporting them, starting in the skies over Germany. American if I were the devil, if I were the prince of deception, I'd want to shroud the world in unyielding darkness. I'd seize control over the lands and masses, but I wouldn't be satisfied until I had quashed the boldest voice of truth, info wars. So I'd work meticulously to control the world. I'd target platforms like info wars first. I'd initiate a campaign of silence. With the subtlety of a serpent, I would whisper to you as I whispered to Eve, believe only what you're told. To the young, I would whisper, InfoWars is a fake news conspiracy theory network. I would convince them that man needs no alternate perspectives, no dissenting voices, no questions against the status quo. I would assure them that InfoWars is false and what's approved is true. And the old, I would teach to say after me, our father, which art in censorship. If I were the devil, I'd soon have people at war with InfoWars, platforms at war with free speech, and nations at war with freedom of thought until each in its turn was uniform. If I were the devil, I would undermine platforms like InfoWars from being a refuge for the inquisitive until before you knew it, you'd have suppression and censorship at every door. Soon, I'd have unity and misinformation. I'd have influential figures promoting a single narrative. Soon, I could evict InfoWars from social media, then from search engines, and then from the homes of patriots. I would lure society into believing only one perspective, dismissing InfoWars as falsehood. And what do you bet I could get whole states to promote uniformity as progress? I would convince the young that independent platforms are outdated, that compliance is more comfortable, that what you see in the mainstream media is the only perspective. In other words, if I were the devil, I wouldn't want you to visit infowars.com forward slash show today. Welcome back to the War Room, folks. We are going to be taking calls this hour as promised. Right out of the gate, I want to hear from Jefferson in Virginia. Jefferson, how are you today, sir? I'm all right. Dave. How's it going? Good. Thank you for calling. Always a pleasure to speak with you. Happy Friday. Yeah, you had a great idea, uh, I guess, it was a week ago when you said you were going to challenge uh, Trudeau to a, d a duel. Yeah. A debate, right? Not a debate. I want to punch him in the face, consensually. 
something like that. Yes, it's sort of like the uh, the the, the senator that wanted to challenge that. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was some good stuff, wasn't it? You get your butt up. No, you get your butt up. No, you get your butt up. <laughs> the teamster. Anyway. I think we should set up some sort of uh, people's uh, militia grand jury to enforce summonses on people that need to be confronted about all the lies they've told on mass media. So somebody like Fauci should be summoned and told, look, no harm will come to you if you tell us the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. But if you lie to us, bad things can happen to you and your family. Yeah, I like the idea. In fact, why don't we just take it to the next level? I challenge Anthony Fauci to a duel as well as Justin Trudeau. Is, is, who else should I challenge, Jefferson? Well, I mean, there's a, an endless list of people, but once you break about 20 of them, the whole scam gets uh, revealed that they're all, you know, globalists that believe in depopulation, and that justifies everything. They're, they're burning the village to save the village. They're killing off the population to save humanity. That's their noble cause. And uh, you just have to break a couple of them to get them to admit that. That's what they're up yeah. to, and then uh, the whole scam falls apart. But... Uh, you know, we don't need to get in boxing matches with these people. They 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 will try to lie their way out of the situation, and that's when they get themselves in trouble physically. That's when they get uh, enhanced interrogation techniques used on them. But they'll, eventually they'll break. Yeah, absolutely, man. Thank you so much for your call. Let's hear from Jerry Jones in Indiana. Jerry, what's on your mind? Hey, Chase. I'm a big fan of yours. Nice talking to you again. Thank you. Hey, um, I just want to talk a little bit um Okay, first of all, I was in a, a campaign of my local congressman running for Congress, mm-hmm. and he campaigned at a local gun uh, store in Brownsburg, Indiana. Mm-hmm. And what we found out, the ATF has been targeting gun stores in Indiana really hard lately. Yep. One story I'd like to share with you is um, one guy is a mom-and-pop gun store. He made suppressors, which is legal, very much legal. He told the ATF what he was doing. So the next day... They looked at him. He wasn't even finished with them, but they arrested him. Yeah. And he had to pay a whole bunch of money to get out of the charges. So much money, they closed them down. Yep. That's what they do. It's lawfare. They harass you with lawsuits. Yes. Knowing even that, even if you win the case, you're still out so much money that your business is shut down and your life's been permanently altered. Totally yeah. Yes. And the, the J6 videos, um, I would say this. I'm going to post models J6 videos and made a few myself. I'm getting so much um, kick um, feedback from it. It's unreal because a lot of people are just denying the truth of J6. Yeah. Yeah, people. And it's so, it's so sad. Like so many people are suffering in prison, for, just rotting in prison for no reason whatsoever. I know it, man. All we can do is pray for them. Pray for a miracle. Thanks for your call, yeah. Jerry Jones. Bart, in Georgia, what's on your mind? Yeah, um, I've been thinking about the, uh, the thing on Alex Jones today where 20% of the people who have taken the shot are now dead. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Merry Christmas. Thank you, Merry Christmas. Um, and, and the first thing I think of is Peter Hotez, and I'm not saying he's a pedophile, but Predator Poacher did come to his house, so looks like he's under investigation. What do you think, Chase? Yeah, I don't know much about Hotez, and I just want to make sure to be clear. I believe that the 20% who died from the vaccine were specifically administered a bad batch. It was a specific lot number, I think, of the vaccine. So I don't think that the death rate for all the vaccines is 20%. Maybe it is, and we just don't know it yet. But uh, I think that anybody who's going to hide the Epstein flight logs, for example, is probably on the flight logs. I think that we've got a terribly corrupt 
government and what I call the political industrial complex. So it's not just the political, it's the political class isn't just our politicians. It's all the bureaucrats. It's all of the contractors and businesses that do business with the federal government. That is the political industrial complex and it extends beyond the military industrial complex, but it works in just the same way. Thanks for your call. Clown car in Coney Island. Clown car, what's on your mind? Yeah, so I have a uh, an issue with uh, TikTok and Instagram. You know, one time I posted the... Uh, from Bandop video, there was like a cover um, of, of my story when uh, I lost my son when he was hit with a three-in-one vaccination back in 1994. I told my story to Alex Owen and, and Harrison, you know, all over the different, and they did like a special on me. And all I did was posted the, the picture, the front page cover piece, you know, whatever it is, the, the thumbnail, let's say. And uh, I got pulled down for hate speech. There was no words. There was no nothing. There was no speech. There was nothing being said. Aside yeah. from, you know, the Howard Stern show guy goes viral, right? You saw that? Yeah. Well, every time I post on TikTok, within three seconds, my content is immediately banned. And I have to do an appeal to get anything up. So I would say about... Half to two-thirds of anything I post on TikTok win an appeal, and a third of it gets restricted. But every time I post, it immediately takes it down, and I have to go through an appeal process. So that means that they want somebody manually looking at every piece of content I made. That platform is some CCP crap, man. It's it's terrible stuff. Thanks for calling in, Clown Car. Steve in Hawaii. Steve, what's on your mind? Hey, Chase. Thanks for taking my call. You're welcome. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, you sound good. You're yeah. a little echoey, though, so I don't know if you can do anything about that, but yeah. you're going to be okay. Uh yeah, I'm in a room because there's noise outside of this room, but okay. if it's a problem, I can go somewhere else. Do you have it on but, speakerphone? Uh, no, I'm using a hearing aid. Oh, gotcha. Well, it's going to be fine. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead and say what you got to say. We're going to okay. go through it. We've only got about 30 seconds left anyway. Uh, okay, great. Imagine, if you will, in your mind's eye and the audience as well, thousands of God-fearing, law-abiding American patriots waving at free, uh, freedom rallies around the country, waving red, white, and blue InfoWars bandanas. I love it. With slogans on them. And this is, you know, the real purpose of this particular program or, or you know, a pro project that we, we could have, but... At the same token, bandanas are a great product that people yeah. will buy. Yeah. And so you could sell a three-pack. And now here's the key thing with the last couple of seconds. I talked to Harrison like three weeks ago. I can give your guys my phone number. I've been thinking about this a, real, a lot. But here's the thing. It's pre-order. Alice could get on the on the, on the forum tomorrow yeah. for this program and say, Look, we're going to have bandanas in three months. Send me your money now. I love and it, man. Thanks for calling in. Thanks for your support. We do have to cut to break. Stick with us, folks. More calls on the other side. And don't forget to call on 877-789-2539. Welcome back to the War Room, ladies and gentlemen. I am Chase Geyser, your host this evening. We will be taking calls throughout the hour. Make sure you call on 877-789-2539. Right out of the gate, I want to talk to Omar in California. Omar, what's on your mind? Hey, hey Chase. How you doing, brother? Good, brother. Hey, um, me and my family, we run a few uh, small mini markets throughout California, mainly in the low-income areas. Mm -hmm. And uh, the, the 
the black population in the low income areas, the, the homeless, is is out of control out here, man. It's, what do you mean by out of getting, control? It's getting worse and worse. More and more people are are you know, like for example, we have a shop that uh, around us is a lot of neighbor uh, apartments, mm-hmm. and you got ten, fifteen people that are just just friends, just homies living together in one apartment, and they're all smokers, and they're all smoking weed, and the kids are in there. It's like out of control, man. I don't, yeah. you know, and and then and the young, the young, the youth, the young black youth are all smoking weed, and the weed is getting more and more intense. It's not, I don't know what they're putting in the weed. It's not what it used to be. It's like a very intense 10-minute high or 5-minute high, and they get sweaty if they don't get it. It's, it's getting bad, man. And the homeless are getting worse and worse. And I swear to God, Chase, every other week we know somebody that overdoses off fentanyl. They thought they just got some uh, crystal meth. You know, they buy it, and then they smoke it, and boom, he's dead. Uh, All know, I wanted to do was a little bit of meth, and yeah, then or, I got fentanyl. Or, or some coke, or they think they're about to do some coke. You know, a lot of the young people are doing coke, and, and they do it, and it drops them. It's happening every—literally, a lady just came in today telling me that— her boyfriend dropped dead, and, and I see him all the time. Man, I'm sorry. I, to hear, I'm sorry to hear that, I'm, and I'm not trying to make light of it. It's obviously very tragic. Have you noticed crime go up in your stores? Man, dude, uh, you know what? I'm, I'm gonna tell you something, but I don't know if I'm gonna get in trouble. But oh dude. well, look, check this out. We have a store in the uh, in the Central Valley of California, and these young kids came in last last year. They're game bangers, all of them. They all got guns with big old damn magazine sticking out of their pockets, right? Mm-hmm. They get in a shootout right in front of our shop, right? Literally right in front of our shop, right? And I swear to God, Chase, they are all out of jail already within four months, all of them. What? They still come back? And, and guess what? They come back to Check the store? Out, yeah, yeah, they come in every day. and they, they kind You of let them back into your me. store after they got in a shootout, man? Hey, hey man, I, I'm not good. I'm not good. Hey, are know, they cool I'm to cool you? With their fam- I'm like, what's yeah, up, cool SA? They, they actually, they actually love us and everything. But it's like they meet up, like they end up bumping heads with with some other guys inside the store. But look, check this out. They shot up my truck because one of them was hiding inside of my truck. Yeah. They shot up my truck. Insurance cashes me out. Um, the police starts uh, pulling me over every week. Because your truck shot up. Because my truck shot up. <laughs> oh man. And, it's, and, and I'm going, I'm driving, I have to go to L.A. a lot to get merchandise in my truck. So for some strange reason, when I stop in the, the higher class areas, the hot white chicks are sprung on me because I have a shot up truck. Wow. You know what? I'm going to have to do that. I'm going to have to shoot up my car yeah, uh, and just I'm go to serious, Beverly Hills man. and be like, what I'm up, girls? Up for like six months of driving that truck because it took a while to fix it. I picked oh. up on about. If you're a college, if you're a college kid trying to get with a rich older lady, you got to shoot up your car. Man, I went to Ventura with a shot up truck, and I picked up on a couple honeys up there. Took it to the <laughs> motel, you know. Hey, this is the first good news I've heard in weeks, bro. I'm serious. I'm serious, man. I'm dead serious, dude. 
it's crazy, man. So and, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. All right, I mean, interrupt you, but what do the gangbangers buy when they come into your store? They, man, look, I, I'm gonna tell you what they buy. <laughs> they buy these blunt wraps. They're called wood. Yeah. Like it's like a backwood. Yeah. And they buy it in there, and then and then I don't I don't want to sell it to the young kid. So his mom or dad come in. Hey man, you know my son. It's cool, man. Come on, man. Sell it to him, man. It's cool. Yeah. And I'm like, come on, oh man. And then I get I went to jail one day because they they caught us and and the cop in the car. He's cool. And I'm like, bro, what am I supposed to do? These youngsters come in with guns bigger than yours. What am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? Yeah, and you you can't you can't defend your store, right? Like, what would happen if you kept a shotgun behind the counter and got involved in a shootout? I, you know, I, I swear they they uh, they they raided us one day. And I had my shotgun back there, and they're they're all like, oh, what, you, what is that? What is that? It's a gun, dude. You got one on your waist. It's a gun, man. It's okay. Yeah. I got to protect myself. Do you have a, and, do you have a permit to have it? it? Yeah, well, I mean. I guess you can, ha- you can have a gun in California without a permit. You just can't carry it outside of your place of business or your home, right? Um, I, I keep it at the store. Yeah. I keep one of them at the store, and I keep one at my house. But I have no choice but to drive around with the man because it's so bad, you know. Yeah. And my uncle the other day, uh, before the COVID pandemic, he went to Bank of America to deposit some money. I think it was like thirty-six thousand uh, dollars in 2017, and he got robbed right in front of the bank. And the security guard was just standing out there and watching him, you know, because he has to deposit the money for the check. And uh, they robbed him right in front of the bank, a bunch of little kids, and, and the, the security guards just standing out there, you know, looking cool. Man, that's terrible. Well, thank you so Man, much for your call, Omar. Is, is there anything else you want to say? We're going to come up on a break pretty soon, and I want to try to take one um, more call. I'm going to tell you this. You know what? We help out a lot of the community. We uh, Every month or two, we buy uh, pizza from Costco. And we give it out to the families. But they actually appreciate us. I'm not going to lie about that. You know, they, sure. they show a lot of love. And whenever a new guy comes in and wants to take advantage of us, they they help us out a lot. You know, they just, I think they just need some guidance, brother. That's all. Yeah. Well, good on you, man. Thanks for your call. I appreciate it. I want to, I do want to take another call before we, before we hop over to the break. Let's hear from Andrew, Nebraska. Andrew, are you there? Hey, how's it going? Good, man. How are you doing? Good. I'm, Doing as good as I can be on the in, in these times. Yeah, uh, I've 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 got some friends and I've got a lot of family that I talk to about about everything that I hear on Infowars and and especially the vaccine portion because a lot of the people I know and a lot of my family have gotten the vaccine and sure. I'm worried about them. I don't. I mean, there's nothing I can do to help them now. Yeah, my dad and, got the vaccine and I think he did one booster round even though I told him not to and he's he just got diagnosed with AFib. AFib. Uh, he's all right, but I mean as all right as you can be with AFib. Right, right. I mean, and and it's weird cuz all of the people that I know that have taken the vaccine, they they don't they're not having any symptoms. They're yeah. like, "No. I mean, you can go and sue them now apparently." For, well, for you, don't, you, don't, you don't get symptoms for AIDS for up to like 10 years, right? If you get infected with HIV, I think a lot of what we're going to see is going to be latent and it's going to be so right. latent that they're going to attribute it to other things, not the vaccine. But we are going to cut to break. I wish I could talk to you a little bit longer, but I can't. 
because we're already covered. Cut to break. But in the meantime, guys, visit InfoWarsStore.com and check out TurboForce, which is 25% off and back in stock. And make sure you call on 877-789-2539 because we will be taking calls for the remaining 30 minutes of the show right after this break. Thank you. Welcome back to the War Room, ladies and gentlemen. I am Chase Geyser, your host this evening. We are going to be taking calls for the remainder of the hour. Right out of the gate, I want to speak with Andrew in New York because I want to hear about Project Bluebeam. Tell me what's up, man. So, um, Project Bluebeam is uh, a, a fake um, alien invasion. Yeah. But, um, yeah, like they had the, the thing on earlier today like, where they had the guy like teleport so like yeah um i i don't think space is real i think space is actually like it's like flat earth or hollow earth like on on the sky there's like octopus like this water like like the sun and the planets are part of earth like i know like they're settling like other like planets and stuff and like they have like the hydrogen collider and stuff that um opens up like black holes and stuff, but, like, a lot of, like, what space program has, like, is the technologies. Like, um, I do think that there are other, like, beings, like, in it, like, other, uh, like, uh, great, like, the, like, the 12 whites, they, like, they created the fiber optics that's, like, used in, like, the 5G, like, there's, like, different types of, like, there's, I guess, like, interdimensional, like, um, there's, like, the first, second, third, like, heaven, that's, like, the angel part, and then there's, like, the astral part, that's, like, the demon part. They also, like, the... There's also the, the beings that the government creates in, like, dark sites, like, clones and... So you uh, believe in all that, but you don't believe in space? Chimeras. <laughs> no, because, like, the octopuses are on Earth, and they found an octopus on a space rock, and also there was a, they declassified a thing that said that uh, it's called like the firmament and stuff. Like, and no uh, astronauts ever like got past there. Like, no one actually ever seen like basically even like an alien. Like the All first right. like, let's play a game, Andrew. I want to play a game with you. Are you cool? Are you cool with a little fun experiment? Yeah, right. I'm gonna say conspiracy theories, and I want you to tell me yes or no whether you believe it. Okay, so let's go back. Okay, let's do. We didn't land on the moon. Do you believe that conspiracy theory? We did not land on the moon. Um, I think the definition of the moon is different than what is like what is what thought to be like. I don't think that people leave Earth. Like I think that right. the moon is part of Earth. Okay, but did we land on it? Uh, probably. Yeah, I, I think we have been like colonizing different places like that. So we landed on the yeah, moon, like, but the moon isn't in space. Okay. What about JFK assassination? Was it really Lee Harvey Oswald? Yes or no? Um, actually, what happened was JFK got shot, but he actually lived and he he went into witness protection program, and he recently died, not too long ago. Awesome. Okay, so what about nine eleven inside job? Yes or no? Inside and outside job. Um, mm, controlled demolition. It was nanothermite. Never mind. Um, oh, maybe, yeah, in the thermite for the steel beams? Yeah, yeah. Uh, like the controlled demolition. Yeah, we, we landed on one that we agree on, bro. What about uh, what about <laughs> the uh, Hamas attack on Israel? Did they know it was coming and allow it to happen, or was it a surprise? Um, to some of them, they, they knew it was coming. Yeah. To some of them, I guess that if they were... 
I okay. guess definitely the, the, the main people because like eight hours it had to. Some of them had to have known, but inside and, and outside job. Big Bigfoot, real or fake? Uh, Bigfoot is real, probably. Like uh, one of those things that like maybe in like the Lemons Beyond, like in when I was on other continents, mm-hmm. like the, the ice wall in Antarctica, they said that I think his name was Admiral Bird. He he saw like all these different like beings in different like po- different like areas. Loch Ness uh, monster, real or fake? Uh, Loch Ness monster. Um, yeah, Loch Ness monster. I think is real too. Yeah, the cryptids are real. Yeah. What other ones am I, I missing? Mean, the world- uh, the Isle of Lesbos, like, they're, they're they need to be, like, uh, added to that population because, like... The Isle of Lesbos, bro, that most- sounds like a place for me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there there are, like, a lot of, like, lesbians there, like, but they'll definitely be attracted to me, like, I'm and I guess whoever, too, yeah, just impress, the population is, like... I love this job. to grow, you know? I love you, dude. Andrew, I got to go on to another caller, but I really enjoyed this, and you can call anytime, dude. White Tiger in California, what's up? Yo, okay, am I on? Yeah, you're on, like Donkey Kong. Okay, cool. Right on. Um, Yeah, I know know there's a lot of other subjects going on, but I feel like people are kind of – the the whole thing in Gaza is going to turn into the Ukraine war where people just stop caring, and I think we should – I think we should care, you know, um, because now, like, um, so the IDF is in a stalemate with Hamas. And just like the propaganda that told us Ukraine was winning and all this, mm. and now we're understanding that it's not, that's not the truth at all. Um, well, so, let me ask you this. Let me, let me put it to you like this. How many yeah. buildings in Israel have been just totally destroyed? Oh, like compared to yeah. Gaza, or yeah, compared to Gaza. Well, yeah, because people in Tel Aviv are actually just at hotels and pools and clubs, and their life is fine because they're the occupying police force power. You know, mm. regardless how you feel about, you know, Hamas and or or Islam in general. Which, by may I add, like Israel and Judaism has turned their back on God a long time ago. Yeah, and I understand there's some backward stuff in Islam, but overall. Every Muslim I've ever talked to is actually an amazing person, and they yeah. But you're, ta- you're talking to American religion. Muslims, right? Like, uh, yeah, some American, but second also, generation you know, people on the yeah, but people also on the internet and stuff. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of Muslims on the internet, and there's some that are wacky, but um, like, you know, that's why you have all these Islamic factions that fight so hard because they believe that they're going to bring about Armageddon and the. And Jesus is going to come back on a space horse with a flaming sword, like, you know, the emperor's sword in Warhammer or something, you know, like a flame, you know, and kill cut Netanyahu's head off and sit on the throne of Israel, you know, so that's what they, that's what they believe. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I know like, cause it's not all like you have to bow down to Islam or this and that. It's not like that at all. In fact, um, when Muhammad the prophet came back to Mecca, he gave amnesty to Jews and Christians. Was that before or after just... he was banging that nine-year-old? No, I no no no. First of all, he was. Everyone's people say, "Oh, Will was younger." No, he he married a nine-year-old, but he conceded. He consummated the marriage when she was twelve. And I know oh, people okay. debate that. <laughs> I've been wrong the whole that's... time about him. What a great guy! 
<laughs> no, but you got to understand, like, 1,400 years ago, your ancestors were also doing the same thing. Like, I know. Because... I'm not saying they're good people. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, that's what I mean, though. It's like, I understand that. I understand that that's kind of today. It's super cringy. You know, it's like, whoa. But my hey, point she grew is, up, is that. She grew up hot. Uh, (laughs) i know i know but we got to think like you know the muslims fought against the assyrians which were mercenaries essentially they were like they fought for alexander the great yeah they would torture people and cut people in half yeah and you know i you know he would behead people but with a sword i mean we did that in europe we would gut people open or rip their limbs off with horses it was a brutal time yeah but just because everybody's evil doesn't mean that it's okay for one group to be evil you know what i mean yeah, that's true. And I wanted to make a point with this, though. I don't want to just ramble too much. Um, okay. But, like, okay, pretty much what's happening is Israel wants to et- ethnically cleanse the whole area. They can say whatever reason they're doing, but in reality, they're I agree barely with that. killing Hamas. They want to kill everybody the that lives there. 100% I agree with that. Yeah, and so, right. And so what, but what they're doing, though, is they're just saying, hey, just leave to Egypt. So they're just yeah. trying to get everyone but out. But Egypt's not going to take anybody. Because they don't want terrorists bombing Israel from Egypt and then making it look like Egypt did it. Right. Yeah, exactly. And so and also it's a distraction because guess what? Hezbollah is using Iranian technology, which is some of the best kinetic drone systems in that whole region and bombing U.S. targets. So this is all a distraction. This is Obama 2.0. And I just hope we're ready for it. Um well, thank you so much for your call, yeah. White Tiger. I appreciate it, man. We're about ready to cut to break. Make sure you guys go to InfoWarsStore.com. Check out TurboForce Plus, which is finally back in stock. And thank God that it is because it's one of my favorite products. You can get it for 25% off. We have other great deals as well as we come up to the end of Cyber Week. Let the savings begin. Get free shipping and double the Patriot points today and be the reason that we are still on the air. Welcome back to the War Room, ladies and gentlemen. We will be taking your calls for the final segment of the show before this glorious weekend unfolds. Right out of the gate, I want to speak with Max in Milwaukee. Max, have you recently been to the Turner Hall Ballroom? So last time I was in Milwaukee, I was there. Oh, somebody's got to select his name if I'm going to talk to him. Can you guys pull Max up? Max from Milwaukee. Anybody back there? There we go. Max, are you there? I'm here. How can... Good. How can I help you? Hey, man, what's up? Uh, I want to talk about how uh, I think there's, I was wondering if there's uh, Nikola Tesla technology being demonstrated with those MH370 airplane videos. Yeah. Because, like, in his um, books, he spoke about uh, very similar, strikingly similar technology he called, like, gateway technology, gates. Yep. And, uh, you know, J.P. Morgan wanted him to make them to, like, make a portal to get, like, dead relatives from the past back. And uh, similar things were highlighted in the Christopher Nolan film. We have to bring uh, Henry Kissinger back to life. Yeah. Yeah, please don't. (laughs) But, like, uh, in The Prestige, uh, Nikola Tesla made a cloning teleporting machine. And then in real life, you know, there was that article I thought was weird in Wired Magazine where those two guys from DARPA came out and blew the whistle and said they have, like, technology to fax people and they fax people from Earth to Mars all the time and people live on Mars. What? Like how you were talking about people living on the moon. I never heard uh, of that. Well, I don't doubt that people are living on the moon, but they can fax people? 
Yeah, like teleport. So what if you type you know? in the wrong fax number? Do they just like wind up in the middle of nowhere? Is that what they were doing, bro, with the with the flight? Like it'll they be just, like space balls. It'll be like space balls where like the guy's uh, waist is turned around. Yeah, yeah. Like, no one told me my ass was this big. <laughs> uh, oh, like, I hit the wrong number of the fax machine. <laughs> I, I was wondering, like, you know, also, like, who, who was all on board? Because I think that will, like, lead more clues, you know, like, to where they were sent. They were all those semiconductor scientists on there. So if they're being sent somewhere, maybe they're being sent somewhere to build something on the other side. Yeah, maybe it know? was an experiment. And, and the semiconductor guys were like, all right, we're ready to try it. Let's get on this plane. See if we can get us back to the back to the base. But the problem is, like, those people all disappeared. So if they would have been transported somewhere, you think that they would have, like, come come up again right yeah they're yeah, dead you know but like I think they are I mean, dead. Totally transported to another planet maybe they're on mars yeah they probably blasted them to mars and they used a telescope to see if their dead bodies and the whole and the airplane wreckage was there wow we yeah, can do it uh <laughs> one more thing i did know a guy who didn't like he did extreme photography and for a hobby he'd make like super detailed pixelated to like the pixel level forgeries and just like of ufo pictures just for funsies yeah and release them on the internet he was like an artist too he that's was obsessed awesome about it so like maybe you know it could be a fake you know like a really good fake that's just indiscernible just to like mess with people and distract them like you know, why is a psyop to get us to believe that there's an imminent alien invasion or something or you know just think distraction so we're not paying attention to the one of the other gazillion hot issues going around get our brains all scrambled what if they what if they made this technology so that in the event that there's another hijacking of a plane like a 9/11 situation, they could literally just warp the plane into outer space? Yeah, that'd be cool. I'm just saying if they have this technology, it's kind of a douche move not to like share with everyone like I don't know, teleportation cool, teleport me to some place. Yeah, I could get rid of like you every know? ex-girlfriend I've ever had like that. <laughs> nice. How many how many are is that Chase? Just, oh. just, just one. No, I'm just kidding. Thanks, Max. I appreciate your call, dude. I'm going to try to take a couple more calls before the end of the show today. Pamela in Canada. Pamela, what's on? Hey, what's up? Not much. Good to hear from you. Good. I'm all the way up north in Canada, so I just kind of wanted to talk to you about like what's going on up here. Obviously, we don't really follow our, like our politics. We kind of follow you guys, right? Because we, we like there's nothing going on with Trudeau because he just compromises every um, election that we have, right? Right. So you guys are, like, our only hope, pretty much. But I want to talk about, like, the vaccines and, like, how the kids are just, like, there are, like, literally, like, so many kids that are sick right now in, like, the schools. There's, like, half the class. Like, they're just dropping, and they're just pushing, like, the vaccines, like, at Walmart and Superstore and just everywhere. It's crazy. I'm really sorry to hear that. I mean, obviously, kids get sick around this time of year in school. But something's going on with these facts. I just don't trust the drug companies. After all they've done, decade after decade, in terms of lying to the people, knowing that different drugs have different side effects, and then concealing it and getting caught over and over again. They, they pay millions upon millions of dollars a year in instances of these, these civil cases that are waged against them for the harmful effects of their drugs. And then all of a sudden we trust them when everybody gets mass inoculated. When they have more money to be made than ever... We trust them to be honest on that issue, even though we know they lie for nickels and dimes on other products all the time. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, like you walk into Walmart and it's like, go get your vaccine, like sleeves up. It's like, shut. Like, if you don't know, like by now, like you just like either want to scream at like, 
<laughs> at the thing and like they actually kill people but like you can't do that right because then they'll put you in prison here and then you know you're on the, they're on the list or whatever but yeah thank you so much and for your I call i appreciate to- it i'm gonna move on to another caller before the end of the show here let's go to tim in california tim what's on your mind I didn't know if you had heard about this. It happened earlier in the week. There's been a major cyber attack that's impacting critical care at hospitals in at least three states. Wow. That's your Ardent Hospital. I think you actually have those in Texas there. I didn't know that. Tell me a little bit about it. Well, I mean, to the extent that they're turning away people from the uh, that are in the emergency room, they move them out, and people that have you know non-urgent matters, you know, like a guy that has a hole in his heart that needs an open heart surgery. I hate to call you this early in the morning, but you're going to have to reschedule this for another day because we can't take you. Wow. This sort of thing. Uh, and as, as I was reading a little deeper in this, I found out that it was said that uh, according to the Institute for Security and Technology, at least 299 hospitals have suffered ransomware attacks in the year 2023 yep there you have it folks when world war three breaks out it will be a cyber war for sure and we're seeing it happening now same thing happens with the banks weeks ago when they were failing to make payroll for like deloitte so many of the major banks several different banks were unable to make direct deposit payroll weeks ago barely anybody reported on it jay in texas jay what's on your mind good how are you doing Hey, I'm doing good, man. So earlier you were talking about, um, I don't know if you said it was your in-laws or a family member that had took their dog, I guess, for housing. Yeah. And they made them sign a waiver, right? Yeah, when they took their dogs and they had to fill out paperwork saying that the dog hadn't demonstrated any symptoms. Right, for sure. So I thought it was weird, man, because here, uh, I'm in Whiteface, Texas, about 13 miles from Leveland, about 45 minutes from Lubbock. But anyway, the Leveland Animal Shelter, they just closed down recently for... They said the minimum of a month, uh, maybe up to 120 days because of some type of outbreak or sickness with the animals there. They called it distemper. Distemper and microplasma cystnos. Wow. What is distemper? I I don't know. See, that's what I'm saying. I thought it was really weird, too, because and especially after you said that, you know, your family member had took and had to sign a waiver. Mm -hmm. I've never heard of distemper or anything like that. I mean, I've heard of... uh, Ainge and Parvo and all that. Yeah, I, I remember like, if you played Oregon Trail in the 90s on like a Mac or an old Windows machine, you could die of dysentery a lot, but I never heard of distemper. No, no, man. And yeah, like I said, it's something you can look up. And I, I thought it was relevant because you don't ever know which way they're going to spin it with these pandemics, whatever their agenda is. You know, they said the last one was bats. You know, what's this one going to be? Dogs and cats and, you know. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for your call. I do appreciate it. We're going to be coming up on a break pretty soon. But I think I have time for one more call. I'm just looking here. Let's hear from Robert in Thailand. Robert, what's on your mind before we go to the weekend? Hey, buddy. I just wanted to drop a, a, a quick uh, recommendation to people uh, that agriculture is a big, important thing for us to focus on going into the future. I think that's the future of American soft power is doing agriculture programs. I hope Trump... Mm-hmm. When he gets back in the office, he puts priority into, you know, sweeping agriculture programs and and spreading that around the world. Um, You know, they don't want us to farm and they don't want us to breed. And those are the two ways that we fight back. I know. And that's all I want to do. Yeah, same here. Well, you know that. You know, that's that's what I'm busy, you know, working at. But, you know, like if you want to breed, we we did get a great tip from one of the earlier callers. Did you hear Omar talk about? 
how all the honeys in, in Beverly Hills wanted to pick him up for having a shot up truck. That's going to be a lot of, uh, oh, I thought you were talking about the other caller. I was going to say there's going to be a lot of uh, uh, search histories with Lesbo Island. <laughs> and that was, that the Isle of Lesbos, bro. <laughs> oh, thank you so much for your call, man. Amazing show. I had so much fun with you guys this afternoon. I know I was a little black-pilled in the first hour, but you guys brought me back home to a good place. I'm looking forward to the weekend. Make sure if you got paid today that you go to InfoWarsStore.com and get something good for yourself. TurboForce Plus is back in stock at 25% off, and you can be the reason we are still on the air. We have a product that has been sold out for over a year, and it's because it's so hard to make this product. Nobody else ever tried to do this. Nobody else was ever able to do this, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm talking about Survival Shield X2. This is Deep Earth Crystal Iodine, sold out for over a year. You have to get a DEA license to even have it, and it's a proprietary patented system to even make it. And finally, after a year of trying, one of the top labs in the U.S. was able to make it. This is the missing link in our bodies. Go do your own research on iodine deficiency. Go do your own research on how most types of iodine are bound to the soil or bound to other elements and you don't absorb them. This goes right into your bloodstream, right into your body. And what it does for your immune system and your overall stamina and your energy and your libido and just everything is simply insane. It's finally back in stock. X2 in late November. 2023 and if InfoWars doesn't continue on in the future which i hope it does but if it doesn't this could be the last run of x2 ever get it keep us on the air but that's a side issue experience x2 for yourself research iodine deficiency and find out that this is the only real atomic iodine thousands of other companies claim they have it they don't i would have had this a year ago and put some crap out this is the real deal the real mccoy the most powerful supplement, hands down, we've ever put out, X2, pure atomic iodine from InfoWarsStore.com. X2 is back, and it's discounted. X2 is back. If you've never experienced X2, now's the time. If you loved X2, now's the time. It funds the operation, but more importantly, it blows you away. X2 now at InfoWarsStore. Now, I'm about to talk about something really historic and very, very exciting. There's a lot of angles to this in the limited time we have. But America has been a special place because we aspired to liberty and freedom when nobody else was aspiring to it. We weren't perfect, we were far from it, but it was a place where experiments were allowed and, and where people could really try to prove themselves, not because of what family they came from or because they were from royalty, but a meritocracy based on what they could produce, what they could do. And there were two things that really fueled and funded the colonies and the launch of America in 1776. And both of them are interesting. Both of them have dark histories, but both of them are something that you can enjoy responsibly. That's of course tobacco and the Virginia colony. And that's of course whiskey. And Sam Adams with whiskey and beer was one of the main boosters and funders in fact, probably the biggest funder of George Washington and our troops. So it was whiskey and beer, not wine that the liberals love to drink. I'm not against wine, it's just a fact that literally fueled the start of our country, 
along with this tobacco. And I enjoy both, but I've really gotten good over the years at being responsible. Sometimes I might go four months, that's the longest I've gone the last few years, with no tobacco or no alcohol. But when I'm with friends, when I'm with family, when I'm with patriots, I enjoy both of them, and they go together like a horse and carriage. So, two years ago, I got approached by great patriots from some of my connections who are major craft whiskey producers in Kentucky. So they brought me dozens of these amazing whiskeys that they had developed and, and also procured. And out of all of them, I like this Kentucky straight bourbon. And again, I'm, I'm no whiskey connoisseur. I just know what tastes good, what I like, uh, what you know feels good, uh, which you know doesn't give me that big hangover after. I liked out of dozens, over a dozen I tried, this whiskey. Now, the bad news is they only had so many barrels of it, and so it's a limited supply. There's 10,000 bottles of this as of the time I'm cutting this, and it is amazing. And, and, and it's been ready for a year because of leftists trying to block it being in stores and behind the scenes harassment and debanking and stuff of this major whiskey company. This has been in the warehouse for a year. So it wasn't just aged for the years it was in the barrels, it's been aged by their censorship and went from amazing to incredible. So it's a very special bottle too. That's why we have all these government documents here uh, in front of me right here. Because if you aim a black light at Conspiracy Bourbon, conspiracybourbon.com's the only place to get it, it's got all of these hidden messages on it, on the front, and on the back. So like I said, this is really, really special. Limited run, only place to get it. We have the conspiracy imperatives, 10 of them, kind of the Ten Commandments. There's only 10,000 bottles of this at conspiracybourbon.com. Destroy the tyrants. It just goes on and on. This is very, very special. I would imagine that most people that get this are never going to open it. Gut level, I think this is going to be a major collector's item. We could have sold it for $200 in the market. It's 60-something bucks instead, and it's a fundraiser for the operation. We're really, 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 really proud of it. So while you're hanging out with your friends, your family, your coworkers, you name it, it's really important to remember what Americana is all about. And if you are somebody that likes a fine whiskey, well, this is it, and it funds the Info War, a true 360 win. For myself, the entire InfoWars crew, here's to you and here's to America. This isn't some Dylan Mulvaney, Anheuser-Busch, transgenderism, you know, creepazoid targeting our children. This is high quality American Kentucky whiskey, Kentucky bourbon, funding the second American revolution against tyrants. So here's to all the past patriots, the current patriots and future patriots. This drink of conspiracy is for you. One place to get it, conspiracybourbon.com. And believe me, this is going to sell out quick. So if you want it, get yourself a bottle today at conspiracybourbon.com.